It's Wednesday, May 11th, back here in the studio for our biggest episode in a long, long time. Multiple guests, big surprises, and it is about the MCU. Wrapping up our review and take on the first season of Moon Knight in the biggest hyped movie in MCU town in a long time. Benedict Cumberbatch is back in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That's Scotty Scoop. That's the Giggler. Stephen Walden's here. This is Mostly Superheroes. Welcome to Most of Superheroes. I'm your host, Logan, back here again in St. Louis, Missouri. Nerding out with my friends here in the basement in our studio. Hanging out with Scotty Scoop. Scoop. Back again is the Giggler. I'm here. (laughs) Oh, man. And in the fourth seat, man. Big, big episode. Back again. Here he is. Very special guest. A guy who has joined us here before as one of Logan's heroes. Now back again to talk about those MCU titles. An amazing artist whose talent is just breathtaking. You got to see this artwork. It jumps out right at you. Only starting to paint in 2014. He's doing it full time. He does pop pop culture, not poop culture. He also (laughs) does commissioned work. He's a TV and movie nerd for sure. His reviews on social media will make you feel informed and awesome. They are fantastic. We're so lucky to have him back again. St. Louis legend here with us in person. Ladies and gentlemen, gents, ladies, everyone in between. Give it up for Steven Walden. Thank you. Thank you. The guy that barked in the audience. Um, yeah, really, really proud to be here. Uh, I'm. Thank you for reading the reviews, too. I didn't realize anyone did that. I did that for me. Um, and I, I'm just really glad to bring diversity and a, just a different viewpoint from a, another uh, older white guy. Yeah, another <laughs> older white guy that loves Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah, the internet really needs more of those. It's an underserved niche. <laughs> Yes, man. I want to talk about you for a minute. You are here with us. Second time on the show. Last time was Logan Heroes. We were in the midst of a lockdown, I believe, and you were kind enough to come on and join us. And we looked at a lot of your art online. You showed us the website. You've got us some stuff that we're going to definitely share on the screen. This is a time to be subscribing to our Twitch channels, which we are live on Twitch. Welcome to the show. We are screen sharing. You're getting some special treats here today. We also have video on Spotify and Facebook, but you also brought us some pieces here in person, which I mean, I just underestimated the hell out of. Are you talking about the artwork or the edibles? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, he brought all sorts. This guy brought all sorts of treats, ready to hang out, have a good time. Pictures and, I, and drugs. I'm thinking you're actually going to be walking in with like, you know, here's my portfolio. I have this folder of picture. Look at this. For Full you video size. fools, this is four feet by what? Five feet by four feet? Uh, three feet by four feet. I've always been mad at, fe- bad at feet. But if we're going by dude inches, <laughs> yeah, it's nine foot by yeah. ten. 
Right. This <laughs> is 50 feet by 35 feet. Uh, unbelievable Life-size. Iron Man signed by Robert Downey Jr. Just for you guys that are watching us on the screen, for you two here in the studio, I've got maybe 30, so many pieces here. I'm just going to be going through these as we talk about your art. Why don't you tell us a little bit, Stephen, what type of art do you, you know, what do you call this type of painting? What kind of art do you do um, in this realm? And what's some fun stuff you worked on lately? Um, the kind of art, this is known as the period of where health insurance is expensive and, uh, I paint what sells. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, uh, I, I'm, I love the, the photo you had up there of, uh, when I got to meet Chris Hemsworth. You've um, met like all these celebrities, Chris Hemsworth, Brie Larson, Tom Holland. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just scratching the surface here. I mean, how many of celebrities have you met at this point? A lot. Um, and uh, Hemsworth is great, uh, but and I'm I confidently identify as a heterosexual, you know, male. But when you meet that dude, oh, you man. feel things <laughs> magical. <laughs> just, I'm sure just something you're you're you might be interested. He is a god. <clears throat> I wouldn't I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. <laughs> also into the sports world too also i see a lot of football stuff you see some cardinal stuff of course being in st louis but not just that you're into a lot of teams it seems like yeah uh i it's part of you're living in st louis but working coast to coast uh trying to have something for uh, a broad audience uh, and you know trying to do a, a little bit of everything for everyone yeah ken griffey jr here on the screen i love the sports card look yeah, i like the al mckinnis one oh uh, thank you yeah thank you yeah he made an appearance back in october at uh, the Westport uh, card show. So, and I was lucky enough to get that one autographed nice. at that event. So, very nice. So, whenever you're getting these autographed, you're meeting these celebrities. It seems like you're going to a lot of, I would assume, like Comic Cons, trade shows, stuff like that. You're on the road a lot? Not in the past year and a half. Well, why not? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a per- it's just between me and my God. And I don't really want to discuss it here. Um, no, but yeah, it's just one of the things. Like so many of the the pieces recently, they're all private senate uh, private signings which you know you send off your pieces or whatever it is to get signed and it comes back but since there's been such a lockdown I haven't had nearly as many opportunities but things are opening up gearing up like for this weekend may what is that uh 13 yeah fan expo st louis downtown comic convention the dome yeah the dome gonna yeah. have captain kirk there cast of smallville uh, the clerks guys are going to be there. Yep. So a lot of, a lot of people. Some... Scotty scoop will be there. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll be there a day or two. Maybe as a cast of Smallville. Yeah. You're right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was on the show. Yeah. He, well, you, you remember the episode where they were at prom. So a lot of the finales. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Yeah. You were, you were the one that went in the tornado. Got it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm the one that Clark saves. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen I that fell one. from the building and didn't get caught. Uh. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Uh, and yeah, we actually have we're sharing all sorts of your work. And I also know that you are a little bit of a uh, it's important for you to do charity. I know that yes. I, I saw on your website that your your ticker is going up. And actually, I had a, a slide for that, too, so we could show people how to get there. Are you still in the charity game? Yes. Uh, man, that's an outdated image. I got to update that one because that was oh Jesus. That's 2016. That's six years old. Oh, so um, it's probably way more. Than oh, this yeah. Time. Yeah. No, we're approaching about half a million. Uh, raise it for charity events wow it took a it took a hit you know the last couple of years because of uh there weren't gatherings and so that's something that's it slowly started to happen more but there's still you know it's um i mean even now we've got another outbreak with omicron variants that i'm reading about and so it's just it's here to stay and i think that people are just being very mindful of that and that you know you don't want to give someone a 
debilitating, life-threatening illness at a charity event. So. Sure, it's top of mind, and yeah. everything is still in flux and yeah. changing all the time. I mean, you talk about events, that's going to be something that's changing for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then before we get into the episode, talk about all these TV shows and movies, getting your what you watching. I can't wait to hear about yours. It's a fun one. I want to end with this. You know, we're talking about a lot of your artwork. We have artwork here in the studio. We're showing a lot here on the screen. You mentioned that there's also a raffle happening right now where people can wear like a piece of signed piece of your artwork. Is that right? Yes. So I am auctioning or raffling off. Uh, is actually a choice of three different pieces, which is a thing I haven't told you about. Ah. Uh, but if you go to raffle or raffles.stevenwalden.com, raffle.stevenwalden.com, go to those places, go to that address, you will be taken to my raffle page where you can enter to win this 30 by 40 autographed uh, Zach Levi Shazam embellished canvas print. Got to meet Zach last year at an event I did with Kurt Warner in Arizona for uh, his <laughs> movie, American Underdog. Nice. Crazy. And uh, I had that signed. And then I've also got, uh, you can win... Uh, the Iron Man, not this one right here that I have oh. with me, but you can win an embellished piece of that one. And then oh, also the Smallville piece. So you can. Not this out. one, right? The not other that one? one. The one that's behind me is actually uh, just old shell head. There we go. Okay. And then the uh, we actually there have we that one and the uh, Smallville one okay. here in person. So they can win this. At, and what's that website one more time? Raffles.stevenwalden.com. Very nice. Well, Steven, so good to have you back, man. Welcome to the basement. Thank you. Thank you. It's a great setup. I, I think you it. I think you've heard the show. We got a little bit of a flow and I love that we ended with the raffle so that fans, listeners, there could be something there for you. Great segue because we always open up mostly superheroes with fan mail. Fan mail. We'll always open the show up with fan mail. We got some real special stuff to highlight today. First up from online Twitter. You can follow us at mostly superhero. It's the only place where we're singular. You can uh, also follow Harleen the Queen, who's been a fan of the show since almost day one. Andy, you know this. I remember. She tweets the other day. So happy and proud of everyone at Mostly Superhero. Two hearts. And this is not a tweet to us. This is not a DM. This was just a tweet I just found in Twitter. And I saw her (laughs) name. And Harleen the Queen, Harleen Quinzel, gave it up for us. I'm going to give it up for you. Nice. Andy, that's us. Yeah, that's this, this might be the third time that that she's been on fan mail, I believe. Andy messaged me on Twitter and said, I promise you this is not a burner account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those that we're just so thankful to have you, Harleen. So good to hear from you. And the next one is very near and dear to my heart. I'm going to try my best not to get emotional here. Uh-oh. We had a contest we entered recently from a company called Racket. They put on a contest called Podcast where you could apply to win some funding for your indie podcast. Now, we didn't win, but we did have a lot of people reach out and say we really enjoyed seeing and hearing about your podcast and mostly superheroes. Part of the aspect of Podcast was they could take love letters from fans and family and friends and whoever wanted to click a link and write something nice about the show. I got a handful of these. The kicker about these is I don't know who any of them are. They're all anonymous. They all say secret admirer. And I'm just going to read them right now because they're short, they're sweet, and here they are. Love Logan and the Mostly Superheroes podcast. Him and the guys have put out a ton of great content over the past year. And as a listener, I get the feeling that they love doing it. The podcast has sold me on some movies and shows I probably wouldn't watch otherwise. Thank you to whoever you are. Mostly Superheroes is my all-time favorite podcast. The guys on their show know their stuff and are so fun to listen to. And that's Scotty <laughs> Scoop. Yowza! Scoop. So that's Carrie. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> I think we might know who that one is. If I, if I'm gonna just guess, that's got to be your sweet Shanna. Yep, I'm sure that's that. Sounds exactly what, like what or, she would say. Or not. Uh, or, not. or not. Who knows? Does she could say, be a secret admirer. <laughs> does she is Yowza in her lexicon? Does Yowza come uh, up a lot? Yeah. Okay. okay. That's I mean, the that's, giveaway, right? That's the smoking yowza. Dead giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, Logan and the boys are inspiration for me to dress up as Thanos and embrace my inner mad Titan. Makes my 36 years alive seem a little less brutal and helps my helps me stay in touch with the superpowers I hope to one day have. Best podcast in the game. I know exactly who it is because he gave me so many specifics and he knew that I'd figure it out and he and I know he'd love the shout out. That's our boy Mike in St. Louis. Mike M, thank you, dude. I know that's you. And if it's not, then there was somebody else on that barcycle when we saw Avengers Endgame that wore Mike, a Thanos mask. Mike Matheny. I knew it. Not it's Mike. Oh, not Mike Matheny. <laughs> not, no, I don't. Not that I one. mean, he has the free time, I'm sure. If it was he's like, but he's like, but can you respect my privacy on the show though, please? <laughs> Thanks for being a part of Podcast 2022. We hope that you'll continue telling your stories, producing your work, and sharing your voice with the world. That is the folks at Team Racket. So, man, thanks so much for putting on contests like this for podcasters like me. We are independent. Everything we do here is brought to you by the people that give us money on Patreon. And that's where it all goes is right back here in the studio. And when we do stuff like this, that's what it's about. And we will continue to make stuff. For you that took the time to write these and tell us, uh, I feel like I've Forgot one too. There's one more in there too. I think. Did you write one, Andy? I think I might have. You had something real sweet in there. I remember it from head from the top of my head. I was like, "This is either Andy or Carrie." You said, <laughs> "You said that I'm one of the most inspirational people to you, and that that's why you keep coming back for the podcast." Which I just thought it was for the, the free food. beer and the free food. <laughs> <laughs> so and thanks. now it's... drugs. So. <laughs> That's how we get you. This is like how that different stroke special episode started. Yeah, watch out. Don't get us in the loop with like Cosby or anything. We're this is mostly superheroes. We're 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 almost G over over here. <laughs> hey, thank you guys for reaching out. We also want to hear you give us a call at 754 call log. That's 754-225-5564. We do have a fan voicemail to feature later in what you watching. Next up, real quick, some news. News and rumors. Real quick piece of news. It is a little bit of celebrating mostly superheroes today. You've got to thank Podchaser out there who put us in a list on their website, 50 Podcasts to Discover in May. You can find that in today's link description. Podchaser has been really good to us. They also shared out all of our pictures and images from our internal studio. You can actually listen to mostly superheroes on Podchaser. It's one of the many podcast channels out there. And this meant so much to me that I've actually included Podchaser on our website. So if you go to the mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash listen, you can get a link to Podchaser there. You can also find a link to the, all the other 49 podcasts that you should check out this May. Not messing around. Getting in what you watching. What you watching. What you watching. That's where we tell you what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're doing everything out here in the real world and we have a few fun things to talk about first up we tease this in our patreon special where we had a special guest you'll be able to hear that later in the episode if you're listening today on monday when this comes out and this movie is called everything everywhere all at once i want to get this out of the way scotty scoop this is your what you watching Absolutely. I want to give you the preference. Do you want to hear Cecil's voicemail first on this movie, or do you want to give your review first? I'm going to go ahead and give my review first. <laughs> you're going to get your, that way you can have what it said, and then we'll play Cecil. I have no idea what Cecil said. <laughs> I can't wait. All right. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and jump in. Yeah, you haven't heard the voicemail. We should no, clarify. I have not. Yes. Okay. Let's hear it. So everything, all, uh, everything, 
everywhere all at once. You saw us in theaters. Tell us about yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, anybody else? I have I, not seen it. No one I, else. I have not, but okay. I want to. This yeah. is very spoiler free. Steven, have you seen it? I have not seen it. Okay. Um. Okay. So this should really be called the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> because man, uh, today. Yeah. Of all days. Today you're gonna say that. I love it. <laughs> So, uh, just basic premise of the movie: you've got uh, Michelle Yeoh, um, legend uh, in in cinema, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh, she was just in Shang Chi. Uh, she's been on a lot, a lot of movies. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians, um, directed by The Daniels. Does anybody familiar with The Daniels? I'm not. Greg, um, Greg Daniels? Swiss Army Man. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, S- Daniel Radcliffe? Uh, yeah. Well, the, 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 the two directors are both named Daniel. Right. So they Daniel- go by the Daniels. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Dini. Are in the movie. Are in the movie. Yes, okay. Um, produced by uh, the Russo brothers. Oh, okay. So this well, is- uh, Now you're talking. Everybody's ears just perked up. For real, yeah. Um, basic premise of the movie, Michelle Yeoh is, uh, she owns a laundromat. She's an immigrant. Um, she's getting audited by the, uh, IRS and she's really just this normal ho-hum person. Um, she makes her way and she's getting audited by Jamie Lee Curtis, another star of the movie. Yep. And she is married to, let me make sure I get the name right here. Uh, Kay Hui Kwan. Well done. Who um, we haven't seen in probably 30 years. This is Short Round. Oh, yeah. And Data, Data. from The Goonies. From The Goonies. And uh, Indiana Jones. My gosh. Um, quit acting, basically, after those movies. And he's <laughs> had <back>. enough. Yeah. <laughs> real Called it quits real early. Um, he, he worked a lot behind the scenes with choreography, uh, stunt stunt work. Um, plays her husband, and some some things start happening to her. Weird things. Um, her husband changes personalities very quickly. Mm-hmm. Says, "Hey, we've got a problem. The multiverse is in trouble, mm-hmm. and you're the only one who can fix it." And there, the there, basic there premise of this multiverse is every decision you ever make creates another multiverse. Oh, so you're going to have some stuff coming back to haunt you type of thing. Um, so basically there's Without spoilers obviously. There's yeah, there's some sort of entity that is destroying universes. Something's up, there's going to be okay. And they come to Michelle Yo as basically she is a blank canvas and has made all of the worst possible <laughs> decisions mm. that George she could have ever off. made. <laughs> she she has Basically, no skills, no real personality. Mm-hmm. And throughout the movie, they teach her how to reach through the multiverse and harness other abilities that better versions of herself have perfected. Okay. You I know? mean, we're not getting too deep in here, are no, we? No, no. This is just like setup. This Phil. is just setup, Phil. Wow. Okay. Um, so, you know, whether you were a professional bowler in another universe, okay. or a kung fu expert, yeah. or. Maybe you're in a universe where everyone has hot dogs as fingers. Uh-huh. Or everyone is a rock. Yeah. Um, this gets really, really wacky. Okay. 
Uh, tell us what you thought. I'm going to tell you guys, this may have been one of the best movies I have ever seen. Where, um, where did you see it? I saw it at... Um, Homer Theater. I saw it at the theater. Okay. Yes. It is, so it's, it is not, it's not out on demand yet. Okay. And this has been doing very, very well as an art house flick. I think it's hit 50 million. Wow. Um, and it's, and it's, they even moved it to IMAX in its fifth or sixth week wow. in release. Um, I would give this a perfect score. Wow. 4.0? 4.0. Oh my God, we Crap. never had one. This, this has all of the feels. Oh, you, will, you will laugh. Yeah. You will cry. Yep. There is so much action. Okay. And this is so well put together. You have got to see this before it leaves the theater. I mean, there you go. You heard it here, Scotty Scoop. And with that, we're going right into fan mail. Let's hear what your boy Cecil had to say about the same flick. Everything uh, he's, he'll tell you. Hey, guys. This is Cecil. I want to give you all a call and talk about everything, everywhere, all at once. It's a masterpiece. Even though all of the pieces... Um, all of the pieces that you would hear about the movie, uh, the multiverse and, uh, you know, a, an immigrant family and all of these things make it just seem kind of trite. But the storytelling, the writing, the editing, the sound design, the performances, Michelle Yeoh and, and, and Key and, oh, oh, the, the girl who plays their daughter and just Jimmy Lee Curtis. Oh, it's just Jimmy Lee Curtis is fantastic, but she's, in my opinion, was not the best out of all of them. Uh, Michelle and Key, particularly Key, were just, just break out, just stand out, just absolutely amazing. I'm glad, I'm so glad that he has returned, um, from acting retirement, but. Go see the movie. Yes, it's about the multiverse. Yes, it was done before Marvel introduced their their multiverse, even though it just came out. But the way that Daniels, um, they do this kind of thing, it takes Swiss Army Man and just throws it just into the stratosphere. It's it's just an amazing movie. Go when when you go see it, make sure you go in a theater of people, because uh, it's wacky and it's weird. But it also brings out emotions, like really, really strong emotions. It's, I, I don't want to spoil it because I, I know Scott has seen it, but I know, I don't know if the other two of you have. Just go see it. It's, just take my word for it. Go see it. Thanks. Bye. Cecil. Frequent caller of the show, friend of Scotty Scoop, friend of most of superheroes, and you guys are on the same page. You got to go see this movie. Uh, Steven, are you going to go see this thing in theaters before it's gone? Depends. Busy schedule in the next few weeks, so I'll likely wait and see it at home. Okay, I like it, Andy. Uh, let's maybe let's do a five dollar Tuesday someday. All know. right, I'm with Steven. I, I'll, go, I'll go whenever. Just... I'm very busy, so why don't you just text me some dates, <laughs> and uh, maybe I'll go. See. If you push me over the edge, I'm one of those that where like I'm already on. I'm going to see this. Well, I go to the theaters. I don't right. know. All right. Thank you, Scotty Scoop. Thank you, Cecil. Moving right along in the circle. Going to the Giggler. Tell us about this one on yes. MTV. Mm. You know, same right. family, I'm sure. Let's <laughs> change. <laughs> let's change lanes a bit here. Um, so this is uh, yeah, Teen Wolf on MTV. Watching this on Paramount Plus. Uh, my wife has been wanting me to watch the show with her for years. It's one of her favorite shows of all time. Mm -hmm. um, at first, I was very skeptical. 
Why? Because um, it's Teen Wolf on MTV, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I'd actually, that poster's like everything. I've never seen the the Teen Wolf movie before. What? Which I know that I should. What? Michael J. Fox? Yeah. I don't, I don't know why. Just never. I, I mean, I think you, you should know, put those on. You know me in old movies. I'm not, not good at it. Well, maybe we'll I'm get on the pod. Okay. Yeah. All movies. right. So this is a newer series. This is, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. It hurts. Poor Scotty. All right. This is a newer <laughs> series. Uh, when it come out, how long has it been around? Um, This came out, it's like early 2010s. Um, mm. There's five seasons. Around um, the Twilight craze. We're, yeah. We are currently, yeah, 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 exactly. It's a lot, a lot of the supernaturals, things like that. Um, let's see. Five seasons. They're usually about 10. 10 to 15 episodes or so. Uh, we're, in, we're in the middle, about mm-hmm. the middle of season three right now. Um, so I'll definitely circle back on it if I, if I feel I need to, but um, there's a lot of like, one of my favorite parts is there's a lot of like Arrowverse people in this. Oh, oh like actors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is this a Greg Berlanti that, joint? Then? Um, he also I think so. It? Yeah. That would explain. Yeah. The incredible yeah. gameness so, yeah. of it. Colton, are, they, <laughs> are they filming in Vancouver? Col- Colton Haynes is a, oh, one of, it's yeah, just, okay. it's just high school. It's high school kids. Uh, obviously one of them turns into a werewolf and there's a lot, lot going on from there where you kind of see other supernatural, like each season kind of has a different kind of theme. Is it also it. is like, super horny but like in a safe yeah, way like yeah. for like horse girls yeah it, it does seem like yeah, it's, it's like, sexy but not dangerous sexy yeah. it's like <laughs> not remember how we said sexy. titans is like be, like cw but like better this is like in the in the middle yeah those two yeah i mean it's it's, it's a cousin of riverdale it's which, so. yeah, it's yeah probably a lot of proactive commercials in between but yeah t- <laughs> uh superman tyler hooklin's in it as well Whoa. he's he's one of my favorite he, it's it's way so it, you're having fun with that it's way better than i than i thought it would be at first i was like this is going to be cheesy as hell yeah and it is kind of tacky when they when they, they they turn into their like their um wolf yeah uh, alter Orms. egos i was gonna say so, how's the superpowers it's, it's it's interesting for sure um <laughs> But I, I, I'm, I'm, it's, it's growing on me for sure. But you're three. The in, plot, the you... plot keeps you very, very entertained. It, it, it is kind of like, like, like the CW shows, like very episodic, um, like from one to the next. But it, it does keep me, keep me very entertained. Like where we will, we'll be up to like midnight watching sometimes. And, and where are you watching it again? Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. You're three in. You might make it back for the last two. Oh yeah, uh, we're definitely gonna watch. You're definitely it, gonna. Be, you're, we'll, you just haven't yet. We'll see if I, uh, if I. Talk talk about it on here, but all right, I'll let you guys know. Scott, Steven, either one of you guys gonna watch this? I'm more interested now that it's Berlanti because I just love his. He's a he's like the king of camp these days. Riverdale's my favorite hate watch show. <laughs> I know? still haven't seen that one. It's man, just watch it and just make fun of it the whole time. Yeah, talk, have to have someone next to you so you can talk shit about it. Yep, because it is it is that show. I mean, Guilty I it is inter- yeah, of. it is super entertaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um. Don't expect any kind of semblance of reality of okay. high school whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I was wrong. No Greg Berlani, so maybe. Uh, I, felt, okay. I felt the maybe same not. about like Vampire Diaries. Uh, well, I watched I'm... Vampire Diaries, and it kind of looks like that same kind of vibe. Mm. I'm less interested if it's not Berlanti, but I, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay, I'm I'm still a no for now, Andy. But you know what? What I you know I love about the show. Bring it back when you're done. Let us know how it went. I will do, and we'll get that rating for it because you can't rate it yet. Not yet. Okay, I, there's. I don't know. We'll see. It's, All right. a, it's enough that he's hooked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's going it's back. Okay I'll be I'll be watching some when I get home yeah. tonight. It's well, here, do me a favor and just watch the movies. There are two movies. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, come I on. forgot I about the I, I Teen Wolf 2. Yeah, you don't need that Jason one. Bateman. But I think okay. you if you're going to watch that. I'll, I'll, I'll watch the first. And it'll be my a future what you watching. Promise. Okay. You promise? Yes. I'll hold you to it. I'll remember. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving on to our guest, Stephen Walden here talking 
shit with us, basically, is all that's happening. Just talking about our favorite stuff. We had a few titles that you threw around, mm-hmm. and we landed on one more, another reboot. Another yeah. reboot. Tell us all about the uh, Saved by the Bell reboot. How's it going? Well, more like how it went, because it was canceled yeah. last week, and yep. that's what made me decide to- Just last week. It was just canceled? Yes. Yeah. One season? Two. Two, oh. yeah. Oh, two's not bad. But still, the the issue in this show is its marketing and mm. how it's behind these closed doors of Peacock. And that's one of the things that's happened with this balkanization of all these streaming services is like, I want to watch X, but where the fuck is it? Is it on Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, some other, you know, no, I don't know, Star Plus beta network or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what do I have to do for this one? They're just popping up everywhere. Um, but for me, it's it's a great setup to talk about hate watching stuff because not this show, but the original Saved by the Bell was one of my favorite shows that I could not get enough of, but I knew it was also not good at the time. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about the original run of, you know, with uh, uh, Mar Paul Gosler, Tiffany Amberthese, and those, those folks. And then uh, there's so many things that are just fucked up. And I mean, Z- uh, Zach Morris is trash. Anyone who's seen the oh, Zach Morris is trash it. videos. Okay, well, the guy that wrote those specials is one of the writers on Saved by the Bell, the reboot. Yes. Mm. And also a couple of creative people from 30 Rock. And it is a show that is a parody of the original because it makes fun of those exaggerations of reality that would never happen. And um, it's very self-aware. It's very meta. It's very smart about stupid people. And um, I, I'm, I was so crestfallen when it was canceled because they set up some really great things at the end of season two that are fantastic. Jesse is and Slater are now teachers at the school. Jesse's actually a counselor there who has a caffeine addiction. Uh, or no, she's a she's a fully recovered caffeine addict. Oh, even better. Um Slater's I, I like the, that. Slater's a coach and he's his life is in the shitter. Zach has become governor of California and his son Mac Morris is always trying to scheme with uh, the most popular cheerleader, Josie Tota. Mac Morris. Yes. Mac Morris. Lexi is wow. she's one of my favorite terrible people. Um, kind of up there with uh, 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 John Ralphio's sister from Parks and Rec. Oh, she's great. Yeah, uh, whose name I'm totally leaving out. Mona Lisa Saperstein. Um, nice. th- th- that vein of just a really terrible person, but does have some redeeming qualities. Um, again, this show just was not promoted, and it's it, it is the the most loving parody, and uh, also mocking the source material while revering it. I've seen since like the Brady Bunch movies, which I think the first two are just, you know, amazing. And this, this really does that. It changes a lot. It's about uh, how Bayside has had to absorb because of uh, Zach Morris's cutbacks on education. They've had to absorb a inner city school. So they poke a lot of fun about how fucking white Bayside and the show always was. Um, so it's just, it's incredibly, incredibly good. Highly recommended. It. It'll still probably be on there. I hope. A grassroots campaign can bring it back. Um, we see, uh, we get appearances from all, well, from five of the six. Uh, Dustin Diamond was not on season one, and his character Screech was eulogized in season two, but not mentioned because he burned a lot of bridges a lot. before he died. Um, uh, John Michael Higgins, uh, he plays the principal. He's the one at the top of the stairs there. He's great. Yeah, yeah, he's been a lot of uh, uh, the mockumentaries like Best in Show. Best in Show. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, just really fantastic actor. And um, just can't can't recommend it highly enough. It's you know I think it's like between ten and thirteen episodes per season. Perfect. They go by quickly, twenty five minutes. 
it's really, really good. Episodic. It builds on each other. The continuity matters for the first time ever, unlike say by the bell. So <laughs> it's yeah. picking up on a random thing. Oh yeah. Uh, and um, also, uh, you know, like I said, it's uh, written by the Zach Morris's trash guy. Another companion uh, podcast to listen to is go Bayside with April Morrison. She did this back in 2013 Wow! and she brings in a comedian and they, they break down every single say by the bell episode by episode, including the caffeine pill addiction. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so scared. You know, they, 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 she covers that when it's great. She does the movies. Um, so that's also a great, if you, if you love hate saved by the bell, the original series, like I do, then you love both of those. Very nice. I mean, you've seen both seasons. Can you throw a rating on it? It's incredibly good. I'd give it a 3.8. Wow. Oh. Scotty Scoop, what are you thinking? Um, it, it's funny. I just listened to um, Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. So good. Just last week, he released an episode with Mark Paul Gossler, and they were talking about this. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll give this a chance. And I think it was the very next day it was axed. Yep. Ouch. I well, couldn't believe it. Based on what he just said, I'm like just expecting a full on comeback here. Right. I, I hope they well, Freaks and Geeks didn't make a comeback, but it, it's it's oh, on the level of Freaks and Geeks. Oh, okay. yeah. You just spoke. I love that show. Some ears yeah. just perked up there too for sure. I love wow. Freaks and Geeks. Andy, what do you think? Wow, that's a good I mean, that's a good rating there for it. I, I'm definitely more intrigued, but I didn't even know this existed until right now. Yeah. It's a marketing exactly. problem for sure. hundred percent. Right. And I, I'm I have Peacock, so I would yeah, yeah this is on Peacock, Saved by the Bell. I was uh, you know, by the time I mean, I was watching Saved by the Bell and I was young, you know, I was, I was probably like eight, nine, 10. And so some of the episodes go over my head and then I came back and watched it, you know, in my like late teens and in my twenties. And then it became a little bit like you said, like if you didn't really watch it at the time and you come back, you're like, whoa, this is super out of touch. Oh yeah. But like th because of that, that makes me want to go watch it even kind of more yeah. now just to have that cringe laugh yeah. and to see this show come on so many years later and I mean, a 3.8, I mean, those anything above a three is always going to get me kind of curious. And there is a moment when, uh, in my favorite episode, it happens in season two, where Jesse is actually talking with adult Lisa and Tiffany, and she mentions a period of time where she was a dancer out in Vegas. <laughs> and like, oh, you must have did a lot. She's I did a whole lot. I yeah. pushed a girl down the stairs. Oh, so nice. she's, you know, she, it's her show, her show girls. Yeah, yeah, her show yeah. girls. No Love Am Alone. It. Yeah. So she's referring that. And uh, Versace and all those things. So very cool. Saved nice. by the bell on Peacock. Let us know if you're watching it out there. Uh, maybe we'll see if this thing can be brought back from the dead. Who knows? Resurrected. All right. Last but not least, yours truly. I'll make this super quick. Jackass forever. I saw it. I rented it. I don't think it's out for streaming yet. And it says it right here on the poster. Some people never learn. The whole crew is back. Johnny Knoxville, Steve-O, uh, what, uh, little, little Man, is that what they call him? We, we man. man. We Man. L we Man's back. I mean, they got everybody, even like some of the older guys that were around when they were making this stuff 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago yeah. at this point. And I got to tell you, I put this, I don't know if it was just the timing. You know, I wasn't even sure if I was going to watch this thing. Scotty told me they went and saw it in theaters. Yeah. Shanna had a great time. Loved it. We had a rough day. Me, me and Carrie, we got off work and it was a late night. And I said, let's just, let's put on Jackass. I just want to laugh. And I got to tell you, I laughed. Tears coming down my face. They took it to mm. an extreme. Things that you can't even imagine. Like they've taken it to the level where you're just going, once again, oh my God, I can't believe they're doing that. These guys are idiots. But man, I'm so glad they film it all. Uh, Steven, are you a fan of the Jackass movies? Oh, I'll go and give it a rating. I'll give it a solid 3.4. 
Jackass not, Forever. Go watch it. Not really. Um, I'm more of a ridiculousness guy. Um, but uh, I I can absolutely. Then you'll really like this. I can relate. To, well, ridiculousness is captured in non-intentional. But, most of it. But I mean, yeah. just because of the star of that. Oh, oh, okay, awesome. Yeah. Um, so, um, uh, with I can see how this would be amazing with within a crowd, you know, and then your home watching. You know, I was like, yeah, it's funny, but it's not as like, why is that? Mm-hmm. My first experience of that was with the house party, uh, seeing the kid and play movie, uh, in a black theater, and that was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, it was almost like you know crowd interactivity, and then I watched it alone. I'm like. Oh, it's still okay, but it does. It's lost something. It's that crowd interaction. It's like, you know, the like the opening night uh, crowd when you go see a a, a nerd movie. So, mm-hmm. yeah. just kind of. I'd falls, watch it if it was falls on. a little flat. Yeah, I'd watch it if I, it was on, but I probably wouldn't go out of my way to watch it. Yeah, and I already know you did. Did you see it? It's on Paramount Plus. Yeah, it's actually. on Paramount. Oh Plus man, sure. I gave him. I paid money. Mm. <laughs> and we got Paramount Paramount Plus. This is one of those classic yeah. things. If you don't know where it is, and the TV's yeah. like, this is where you get it. I always say, I'm like, it says watch in other places. This is our Fire TV, and I'm like, this thing's lying. Like it's like watch in other places, and it's like here's where it's not. Right. Kind of like uh, you have to like really think about it and be like, okay. Um, just watch it out there, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Apple, uh, Amazon, they will get you to pay They'll for their stuff. They'll get you for sure. Yep. Fuck you. With but it was, it's worth it. It's worth it to rent, I'd say, for sure. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. Good. All right, guys, with that, what do you say we get into some uh, superhero stuff? Okay. Does that work? Let's do it. We're talking about Moon Knight, MCU title number 33 here again. Whenever I say MCU title number 33, once again, need to make some clarifications on this number system I'm using. These are Marvel Studios produced titles. They do not include the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.s run, the Netflix shows that are not on Disney+. Plus. These are the main storyline MCU produced titles. I was keeping track before. Maybe we'll stop eventually, but I feel like since I started, I just want to keep going. We're talking about Moon Knight, starring Oscar Isaac. Six episodes are out there on Disney+. Plus. We're using IMDb. We're actually giving it the trial for IMDb Pro. Anybody here an IMDb Pro user? Whoa, I don't even know what that is. It's an Amazon company now, first of all. You can get your subscription through Amazon, and you get access to all of it. I finally got fed up with looking for box offices, looking for dates, not finding specific information. This is up to date to the minute. Everything you want to know. So we're going to give it a shot. We'll see if it works out. Last time we talked about Moon Knight. Full spoiler alert for the show because we're diving right into the storyline. And here in just a minute, on April 19th, it was at 87% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.7 on IMDb, 92% on Google users, and liked it. And that's looking about the same here. Just on, this was three days ago. So we're still hovering at the 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Sky Scoop, you agree with that? Absolutely. You loved it. This is one of your shows. Six sure. episodes. I want to get Got right the into the story. Shirt. I want to this is how loved I kind of, this is kind of how I want to do this. I kind of want to just set up very quickly, getting us right into the finale and doing just a wrap up of what happened in this show. So I'm gonna do my best to give a kind of recap, spoiler alert. I mean, this is it, right? You meet Steven Walden. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's his fourth personality. He's right here, yeah. right? 
Stephen Grant. It's way less impressive than the other three. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what's Wait, he do? I'm a fucking artist he's that lives a- in St. Louis. This sucks. <laughs> Why am I waking up in the desert with my paintbrush? Where did my hair go? Why is it on my face? <laughs> his personality loses his hair. Um, Stephen Grant is who we meet. This guy is getting his life turned upside down by a multi-personality. He meets Mark Spector, who's another personality inside of him, who's teamed up with this god called Khonshu, an Egyptian god who gives him his powers to become Moon Knight. Throughout this show, you will see these two characters going back and forth, never knowing who they are, really where they are, what happened the night before, how many days has gone by, lots of confusion. You got Ethan Harrow, Ethan, Ethan Hawk, Ethan Hawke in here playing... Arthur Harrow. Arthur Harrow. Arthur He's Harrow. in here uh, uh, doing a great job. Oscar Isaac's showing up. Got the cast, actually, right here. So we can see uh, just the other. I want to see who plays this girl. She's great. May Calmway? Sounds good to me. Calamalway. She plays Layla. Does a fantastic, absolutely fantastic job. And on the screen share right now, you can see these episode titles. And I want to go right into this finale. Pick up this finale, man. Let's just get right into it. Scotty, it's probably been a couple weeks since you've seen this. Uh, yeah, I think I watched it last week. Andy, when's the last time you saw it? Uh, the finale was a week ago. Yeah, one week ago. And one, Steven, you just uh, played yeah. catch up as well with me, I think. I did. I watched the last two episodes. And yeah, last the second to last episode has a tendency to be in Marvel. That's often the best one. Yeah, the yes, penultimate because that's the, episode. You know, yeah, yeah, that's the one where they decode a lot of the, the shit that we don't understand yes so like which we really reveal. needed yes. after episode four because episode four really left you in the weeds and go ahead and jump in because we came in in episode one through three jumping in on episode four i mean scott do you want to talk about this episode a little uh, bit and take yeah, us through just some... right up to the point where let's just say it i mean mark specter and steven get shot yeah there was some some exposition you know uh they went to the tomb there was uh, some revelation about how Mark may have been partly responsible for Layla's father's death. Yep, they keep teasing that out. Um, they find what uh, Stephen says is the tomb of Alexander the Great, yep. who they believe was a, uh, 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 who, uh, it was Ahmet. Yep. Well, what do they call him? The main, like one of the main gods. Well, He's I one mean, of the big ones. Uh, Avatar. Avatar. He was an avatar of Ahmet. Yes. Okay. And uh, they're on the hunt. He was for like, we're looking, we're looking. No, they were looking for Ahmet's uh, figure. Okay. To try and keep him from, or keep Ahmet from coming back, coming back to life. And uh, he says he finds it, reaches down into the uh, the mummy's gullet. Yes, down and, right into his mouth. Yeah. Pulls pulls it out, and that's about when uh, Layla shows back up, confronts him about uh, you know maybe being responsible for her father's death. Yep. Uh, brings Mark forward. Yep. It's to, time. Finally, to... Stephen gives up the reins because he's like, okay, I'm not going to have this discussion about killing your dad. I had nothing to do with that. Right. Uh, and then there's some some battle back and forth, and Arthur shows up and just puts two in his chest. Puts two, like this is the end of the episode, point blank, bang, bang, goes in. Falls backward in the water, and you can see that shot where he's just sinking into oblivion. And you're like, what the hell? That's the end, right? That's the end. Episode five. Yeah. The afterlife. 
the afterlife. They are going down Egyptian afterlife in this show. What happens when you die? Well, I'll tell you what happens. First of all, you get kind of put into whatever form of uh, limbo is good for you. And I guess for these two, because they're crazy, they end up in like an insane asylum, a meet of talking, standing upright hippopotamus. Yeah. Favorite character in the show. Yeah. Anybody know the name? Tawadet. Uh, yeah. Say it again. Tawadet. 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 It's T A W A R E T. That's right. Tawadet. But the R is duh. It's a hard R. Tawadet. And, and she weighs the scales. Yeah. Yeah. She's That's the, her job I guess to the, weigh your the scales. Farrier into the after, afterlife. And what's the ferry in this situation? A big giant ship cruising the sands, and it's either going to dump you off into the sands, that's basically hell, or it's going to take you off to heaven. And before you can do that, First of all, we kind of learned some things, right? I mean, Mark and Steven are there together. Yeah. And she's confused. She's like, why are there two of you in, like, heaven? Like, are you guys right. twins? Yeah. And he's like, kind of, not really. Okay, it doesn't really matter. Let's put your hearts on the scale. Weigh these things. These things are mad out of balance. Oh, yeah. You have some unresolved stuff in your life. Go search all your memories in the form of hallways and rooms and tell us what happened. This is where we get the tell-all. Of everything, just like Steven yeah. said. We Classic get the, second to last Marvel episode. The real story on who is the character. Because they kind of lied to us. Mm -hmm. Yes, for sure. We were introduced to this entire show through the eyes of Steven. Yes, and Steven's like the person. Yeah, and we're like, we love Steven. Steven's the main man. Here we go. Turns out, turns out, in a flashback, we meet a mother who talks to a young boy who is, you think, Stephen, until she says, Mark. Mark. And that's it. This is yeah. all you need to know, right? Mark, Mark is the kid. He's the person. He's the one that's been around. And Stephen only came to be as a defense mechanism for the trauma in his life where his mom blamed him for his brother drowning in a cave. This is essentially one of the most tragic hor uh, origin stories of any Marvel character. Young Mark Spector loses his brother. His mom not only is just distraught from then on out, you know, ruined essentially, but blames him, yes. verbally abuses him, and physically. physically. And yes. it's during the physical altercations, you know, this is a 10-year-old, 12-year-old boy. I don't even remember. I think it's somewhere around there. And this is where Stephen Grant who you see on the poster in, a, in the little Mark's uh, room. He's got a movie poster. Yeah. It's basically Indiana yeah, Jones. Yeah, Indiana Jones B-movie knockoff. And it's Stephen Grant, and like this is who he comes up with to you know escape his reality. Yeah. Everybody agree? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was... Uh, Wild. Tawadet's like, hey, your hearts are out of balance. You got to get some crash course therapy. And therapy would, as a... Former therapist, I can tell you that, yeah, if there happened a lot more, if it was a hippo on a boat coasting through the sands of the dead, you wouldn't need nearly as many sessions. I'd figure my shit out a lot faster <laughs> that way. <laughs> or maybe they that would bring all the answers you needed. It was like, oh, I just didn't know about yeah. this Egyptian afterlife. Yep. I mean, is anybody familiar here with this stuff? Is this like, vaguely. we got any like Egyptian history <laughs> yeah. buffs? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, I mean, enough probably, you know, shit I've learned from Moon Knight and Hawkman comics, you yeah. know? Oh my gosh. And Black right. Adam, you know, that's pretty big. Oh yeah, yeah. of course. Mummy movies, you know, not I thought of the mummy. Yeah, not just, yeah. <laughs> National <laughs> treasure. <laughs> okay, so no. So no. Um, okay, so they get the scales balanced. This is the big push to get Steven and Mark be able to come back to their body. But something goes wrong Oh, as the boat is. All right. So the boat actually gets Mark all the way 
I'm skipping a part. Stephen falls off the boat. Yeah. Well, there, mean, there's a there's a lot of exposition in between between the two characters, which you know, two characters. This is the same guy. It's the same. There's guy. a lot of Oscar Isaac does a lot of heavy lifting here, yeah. and so much shoulders it with ease. He just looks like he's just doing his thing. Yeah. Like in playing all these different characters, doing this thing. They're going through room to room. They're, you know, seeing each other's memories. Yes. There's a couple of questionable moments. We see like a sarcophagus with, you know, covered in red. And they're like, nope, you don't need to go in there. What do you think that was? Oh, but we know who that is. You already we'll, know. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get soon. There. Yeah, we see uh, what happened to Mark in the, the rest of his life as this this trauma with his mom. Oh, he becomes basically like a mercenary. Yeah. He's a cold, he's kind of like, I don't know if he's a cold blooded killer, but he's a killer. He's a killer for sure. And he's like killer for hire. And really, Steven isn't really showing up hardly at all until no. recently. Yeah. Which turns out we get the full tell all of how Moon Knight came to be. Steven was on a mission somewhere in, you know, in Egypt, wanders into a pyramid, and this is where Khonshu takes full advantage of the situation, says, you're on your last breath. If you want to live, I'll take over, but you're going to have to do my bidding. Yeah. Become my fist of vengeance. My moon night. Moon night. Yeah. <laughs> well Loved it. That was nice. And also all the while in Afterlife, they're flashing back and forth to Ethan Hawke playing like a psychiatrist businessman with like a... He's got like a little bit of a city accent now. Yeah. And he's just kind of like trying to help out. It's Midwest Ned Flanders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is like Ned Flanders. Yeah. Idly ho. That's real. Yeah. He's got the mustache. He's got the. the it's the, time perp. for some therapy <laughs> <laughs> Um, And he's, you know, he's, he's kind of, you think he's playing a game, but what do we learn about this? I mean, this is probably the finale, I guess, really, when they get into this, right? It's not till the very end. That he, you know, he's not even. I still didn't really fully understand like who he was in that context, like being in the afterlife, like who Ethan Harrow was to Mark Spector. Like that part was a little confusing to me because they're uh, Yeah. I mean, it's just, I think you just come to find out this is all kind of in his head. Yeah. You know, and he's taken these, these people that he knows yeah. in life and kind of put them in his brain and it's all jumbled up and it's, I think on purpose kind of, uh, ambiguous. I mean, for sure, because you start asking questions like, "What happened? Like, what is real?" If you're you have you're questioning the whole time. Like, yeah, is this real? Is this the real part, or is that the real part? Well, let's get into the the meat of this and talk about the finale. So, Mark does come back. Yeah. Oh well, we lose we lose Stephen. We lose Stephen. We in lose Stephen in, in the sand only, and then the scales balance. And the scat because they've done their their work. They've done their work, and the other heart is gone. Yeah. You're one person now, yeah. so the scales have balanced, and you can return to this body, but guess what? This body has two holes in it. Yeah. What are you going to do? And you, you've imprisoned Conchu. Yep. This he's, is, he's trapped. The only way to heal. Yeah. Yep. And so like the mission becomes very clear to get Conchu. Um, we have the hippopotamus god still around, and eventually convinces Layla... Yeah, we get we get some to be her avatar of you know her speaking through other bodies like hey <laughs> yeah, yeah why don't wild. you just become my avatar Layla's walking and through dead bodies and they're just like she waking ignores up. it a couple of times <laughs> until eventually she accepts it yeah she has to like we're yeah. at, we're at the end of the road here Mark I don't needs really help. have a whole lot of a choice here and she gets a crazy awesome outfit Does she have a superhero name you might know Scarlet Scarab and she's got these silver wings she can fly oh, around looks great looks great. Fantastic. Fantastic. 
She, I mean, she gets Conchu out before all that happens. Conchu tries to get her to be the Avatar. Doesn't work. Well, yeah, we thought like the whole time, like this is this is gonna meet up with her, and she is going to be Conchu, a uh, Conchu's Avatar, and yeah. then it doesn't happen. And he just wants one. He doesn't yeah. really care who it is. He doesn't really care. He's just getting around. Yeah. <laughs> so Moon Knight comes back. He's healed up. I mean, did he get Steven back by that point? There's, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, yeah. They get he, Steven back. They make they make a deal with yep. Conchu. Yep. You know, if if we take you now, you have to release us. They're working together now. Yeah. They've come from the afterlife. They're no longer on the outs. Mark and Steven are like compadres now. Yeah. They moon knight. They Mr. Knight. They beat all of Harrow's guys. And they end up, I mean, it's kind of like anticlimactic in terms of like them taking him down. But like what happens with uh, Ahmet, uh, the the guy they were trying to bring back? Crocodile. Uh, yeah, the crocodile. The they, crocodile. They come, he comes back. Yeah, he's giant. Back, giant. You know crocodile. what I thought of? Lost. I was like, that's like the lost statue, yeah. but like alive, but real, but yeah. real. A big real alligator. Yeah, no, we had a full out kaiju fight. Yeah. in the middle of Egypt, and it was uh, it was awesome. The was, giant Khonshu and the giant Amit. Yep. And I would say the biggest difference between Moon Knight and Lost is this had a satisfying ending. Oh, oh wow, no, man! I don't know. I, man, eight times, I think I was, they've nailed it. I was good with that. Was, uh, uh, yeah, oh, you think so? I loved it. I loved. It. How many times did you see it? Ended. Um, I saw. I've seen like the first two seasons multiple times, and then three it starts to bog down. Four can is is interesting. Five can go fuck itself, and <laughs> six can, you know, take a ride with you know five. That's beautiful. <laughs> it was so awful. It was so bad. And so bad that they had to release the the head man in charge epilogue thing. Oh, those were to, those, those are pretty brutal. To explain all the all the questions. That's my issue with JJ Abrams. The dude can set up a story like anyone, but he can't finish where fuck. Yeah. I you mean know, all those mystery boxes he puts out there of like, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Who's raised dad? Guess what? Doesn't matter. Yeah, oh, some, it does oh, yeah, matter. Some, There's a lot of know, things left open. Some things so. didn't matter. I, I feel like they I feel like they answer a lot more than people realize. Like after watching it a lot, I'm like, yeah. okay, this seems like they connected that again. But I hear you. Yeah. Fair so, share. Oh, season one and two, some of the best TV ever. 100%. Well, ever. We're talking about The Walking Dead. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. All right, let's stay on Moon Knight. Here we yeah, go. Ra- ra- no, perfect. I love the segue. Wrapping up the story. Moon Knight conquers all. They're in good, they're in a good place. Um See, Conchu seems to be okay with releasing Mark and Steven. Yeah, he he holds up his end of the deal, right? Yeah. Now that they're working together, he says, all right, we won. We beat this guy. You have to release us. He says, okay, so be it. You're on your own. Then what happens with well, then what happens with those two? Well, they realize that there was a third person. Well, I know, because they but they don't right. show Did that until the very they end. They don't show that until well, the, no, no, the but they, stinger at the at the end. But end. it what didn't when they defeated Harrow and all of his men, they were like, "Did you do that?" Oh, yeah. right, yes. This, this has been that's a the big part. Wasn't me through. So that's yeah. when you were like, "That's all it." Right. That's the big part because Moon Knight is essentially he's lost, and yeah. they've got him down. And then and it go they boom. black out. Yeah, and they wake up and literally every single person's dead, including Harrow. Like that's yeah, that's right. why it was anticlimactic because you didn't, you see didn't it. get to see it. Yeah, and that's been a thread through almost every episode. God, that's good. Where they that's cool. They black out, and they each kind of blame the other one for the situation that they're left in. Yeah. And they, they both kind of deny that it was them. And you're like, what happened? Who is it? And guess what? Guess what? You get to find out. You do. Flash forward. I think Steven and Mark are just kind of like living. Yeah. Like they're together. They've, they've gone into their 
regular like, life. And just they're gonna double team this thing. Yeah. And like Steven's a person and apparently has like some kind of soul. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can go down a real rabbit hole there. Um, and then here we go. Ethan Harrow Arthur Harrow. Arthur Harrow in prison. Yes. Gets let out, put into a vehicle, and he can he can see Conchu. This is crazy because he was a former avatar. So is that right? So if yeah. you're a former avatar, you can see him. Yeah, and he's sitting. I mean, Conchu's in a suit. Yeah, like a regular suit. He's like the almost like, like the Mister Knight suit. And then he says, "Did you really think I was after those two idiots? Right. <laughs> I was after Jake Lockley. Jake Lockley. Yes. And this is the third. This is the third. Absolutely." violent psychopath that Moon Knight is really the person. Like, this is the guy. This is it. This is the... This, the rest of this was just like, here's how this all works. Right. <laughs> like, you've got the mild manner, Steven. You've got the middle man and Mark. Now you got to... And now you've got the, the crazy Jake who has been responsible for all of these slaughterings that they would black out during. Any... Shoots. Boom. He's gone. Takes I mean, out. presumably dead. Yeah, for sure. And but, now there's two fish. Yeah, now there's two <laughs> fish. <laughs> two goldfish in the fishbowl. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the last scenes, I think, is <laughs> yeah, when, for sure. When they <laughs> were in the apartment. He, he's chained up in his bed and falls out kind of like episode one callback. There's there's two fish now. So basically Mark and Kanchu, yeah. Kanchu is uh I don't know, got the third man in. I mean, he must have to work real hard to like get them back to the house, you know, without them noticing. Oh, for sure. And then was there an in credit scene? Uh, the in Our, credit scene was the Jake Lockley. That was the in credit scene in the uh, limo. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they could attack that on the end and give you something yeah, else for but. sure. All right, Moon Knight. I don't want to mess around here because we got a big title to talk about right before we take a break. Let's do a roundtable and do final thoughts and ratings. We'll start with our guest today, Stephen Walden. Tell us about what you thought of Moon Knight. Uh, Moon Knight, uh, I agree with a lot of what Scotty said already. Well acted. Uh, the action sequences are great. Uh, my biggest issue with it um, is how disconnected it feels from the larger MCU. Um, I thought it could have been easily folded in to bring someone from Wakanda. It's like you guys are in the same area-ish. Um, it just felt so separated from it, unlike everything else that has come before on Disney+. And I know it was intentional, but I'm not quite sure what the payoff is because my biggest thing why I never got fully into Moon Knight comics, I'm like, dude has an amazing costume, but his stories just don't matter to me. Mm. And that's what this series felt like to me. Great costume, but I don't know why I should care. Mm -hmm. Other than the fact that, Oscar Isaac is an amazing actor and I'd like to see him in another season. Yep. And I'm curious to see, you know, the new black suit moon Knight, and all that, or, you know, when Jake takes over, um, I would love as a, you know, an eighties comic fan, I would love to see him ultimately, uh, partner up with the West coast Avengers somehow. <laughs> uh, but you know, I don't know. That's a, that's a ways away so. <laughs> Very for nice. him to be a team player of anyone. He's his own team. He's got three people oh, for on sure. his team right now. One so. man team. Yeah. And how, how about a rating? Uh, I'll give it. I'll give it a, probably a three. Three, even three. Uh, even three. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think you know that can change over time, but it's the least consequential of all the Disney Plus series so far that I've that that has come so far. So fair share, my dude. Giggler. All right, three point one out of four. 
for me. Whoa, okay, nice. Just gonna throw that out there first, like I like I like to do. Yep. Um, I, Oscar Isaac was the best part of the show. I mean, mm-hmm. he crushed it. All like, I mean, how do you play three characters? Like, I guess I mean it's more like two and a half, but yeah, but that nonstop. Was so, that was just yeah, exactly. He he killed it the entire time, start to finish. I like that it was like a very like it was a dark show, but it was very fun uh, to watch. Kept you very very entertained the whole time. I I needed to see more Moon Knight though, like especially as it being like a introdu- introduction to this character. Like I just wanted to see more. I agree that he has one of the coolest outfits and suits, but like you barely saw it, and I really wanted to see more of it. Um, it could have been maybe a couple more episodes to kind of fill in some more because I I had a similar experience where I was just kind of like I just don't. I don't know what what was missing from from the show for me, um, but I definitely think season two could be a banger for sure. With what, like I feel like it's like a, a more of a character exposition than than anything, um, and they definitely got me hooked on that on that part of it for sure. Hell yeah, man! Well said. Great rating. Sounds like it definitely made the threshold for you, Scotty Scoop. I know you were so pumped for this. How'd it go for you, top to bottom? Uh, great. Um, one of the reasons I really liked the show so much was because. It was disconnected from everything, and I don't think it needed. I, I know they they talked uh, uh, about um, they had originally written in an Eternal to uh, yeah. cameo, and I think also maybe someone from Wakanda, probably a Dora Milaje or some, you know, one of those just random, yeah, uh, things. Um, I could have used maybe one or two more episodes to really kind of fill it out but uh I had I had a great time and this is probably going to make my second favorite of the Disney Plus shows and I I think I would give it a uh, 3.5 3.5 went well I'll give it up yeah. for that What's your number 1 Disney show? Hawkeye. Mm. Yeah, we were definitely on the other spectrum because that's my least favorite so Well far. Yeah. yeah. I think Man, I mean I, I was really down with that Hawkeye. I had read the original Matt Fraction run, yeah. and it's oh, it's so good. Yeah, that's why I recruited him. I was like, all right, you really like some of these ones that like I feel like they're not the mainstream, and you got the comic mm-hmm. knowledge where you're coming in going like I'm most pumped for Hawkeye, where I'm that's not me, right? Sign me up for She-Hulk. That's the one I'm. Oh, really I'm excited there. About. I'm, I'm with so you. There. I'm with you there too. I, yeah. I'm worried if it might be a little bit too much like Rizzolian Isles or something. <laughs> like just oh, where it's like if it gets too a little law, procedural, too much procedural. I oh, hope yeah. it's no, it's going to be more like Deadpool. Because that's what mm. She-Hulk is, is that she's the person that sees all the bullshit that's going on mm-hmm. yeah. in the Marvel Universe. And the John Byrne run on that is absolutely hilarious, where she number time rep- breaks the fourth wall oh, yeah. and talks to the, the reader. It makes fun of the editor, John Byrne himself. Um, she's actually <laughs> talking with John Byrne. So, I yeah, I, and I wonder if they're going to go that route. I don't know that they will, since Mark Ruffalo is going to be in some of it. Yeah, right. That'll be an interesting yeah. one. I mean, seeing him on TV, that'll be that'll be something cool. Um, all right, I'll round us out here before we go into the break. Moon Knight for me was a fantastic ride. It was totally um, threw me for a loop. I felt confused and and uh, I had to rewatch multiple episodes just to really get a feel for what was going on. But it came home for me in the end. Um, had a lot of fun. I agree. We should have seen at least three times as as much of the the costume. I think. Um, but Oscar Isaac, you know, showing up was awesome season two for this show is very much again like season one like what are they gonna do because i just this i still don't even have a quite of a feel of like where it left off it's kind of a cliffhanger in itself of like well where can they go with this what type of situations does moon Knight get in and with all these different characters man you just never know what's gonna happen so just for the surprises alone i'm here for it 
things that I get excited about and think about because, um, you know, I'm an addict of the multiverse and all the connected storylines is where will we see Moon Knight next? And will it be in other titles? I want to see some crossovers. We've established all these titles that are happening across 2021, 22, going to 23. And I think a lot of them have felt siloed, which is cool because I want to give things their focus. But I'm also a fan of seeing the things connect. And if this is the MCU, like, let me know a little bit. And yeah. I really didn't know it at all. Like, you don't have to really be an MCU fan to appreciate this. Sh- I mean, you won't even need to. You can just come in and watch it cold, I think. Right. And will he be in any movies? Are we going to get some of these TV characters in movies? It's got to happen. I hope it does. Overall, I give uh, season one of Moon Knight a 3.2. Nice. I think we'll definitely see him in something else before we get a Moon Knight season two. You think so? You got oh, a guess? Yeah. Uh, it's Werewolf by Night. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yes. This is the Halloween. The Halloween special. This year? I, I think so. I keep yeah. Forget, I keep forgetting about that this one. Is yeah. It is. Very cool. All right, man. Moon Knight, Disney Plus, six episodes. There you go. Another one for the MCU library. You can get all those MCU titles, reviews, the order that you're looking for, that you want to watch it in, which is at this point is that timeline order is what I think. Mostly superheroes.com forward slash MCU is where you want to be. Right now, we're going to take a quick break. and we come back, it's time to bust open the mega film Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Stick around. We'll be right back. What is up, everybody? I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we host Comic Book Club, a weekly live talk show and podcast about comic books, 7 p.m., Crowdcast and YouTube, as well as your regular podcast listening places, iTunes, Stitcher, etc. And every week... We bring on the absolute best guests from the world of comic wow, book, right? Bold comic statement. books, TV, film. We cover everything. You can come be part of the magic and um, uh, lightly insult us throughout our recording Tuesdays at 7 or just listen on your own time. Yeah. We also have comedians on there as well. It's a fun time. Yes, thanks. It sounds like you're having fun, Pete. Uh, Pete actually <laughs> is the guy who hosts our trivia where you can win a $25 gift card to Woo-hoo! Midtown Comics every single week. You can use it in the safety of your own home. Come check us out. We would love to chat with you about comic books. Have a little fun. Talk about some old four-color funnies. Ah, nice. Fresh ref to close it out. You've heard others... But nothing could prepare you for the shameful stupidity that is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Here, Imran. So if you offend everyone at once, it all it's a wash. I've covered everybody. Anthony. Sorry, I was texting. Say that again. And Rug Boy. Yeah, whenever there's a snowstorm, my slack hole tightens up. As they talk over one another. Just exactly uh, the same as, Jay, as Terminator. Terminator. We're talking over each other. It's fine. Sorry. Swear. I had boobies. And ask you for money. Just give us the money. Witness the hubris as they claim to be the world's authority on comic book movies. Who's that? Never said that. You've never said that. Who cares? A jock said that. Comic book, TV, movie, reviews, news, and whatever they choose. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. It can't be silly, goofy fun. Seriously, people really listen to this. Uh, Jock and Nerd! The Meat. Welcome back from the break. This is Mostly Superheroes. I'm your host, Logan, back here again, talking about the MCU. Shocker. I know. I can't believe it. This group of individuals are putting out so many pieces of content. We just t- talked about Moon Knight, a six-part series, and now we're talking about an epic film 
that just came out last week. We saw it in theaters. A few of us together. I think Steven saw it last week. We're talking about a sequel in the making for many years now. After all the delays, all the reshoots, it's finally time to dive into this wacky, crazy movie. Sam Raimi's back. It's a horror movie's twist on a multiversal chasm. This is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Spoiler alert right now. First, the numbers. Let's just get right into it. This is Doctor Strange 2. It is a sequel. We'll get into that storyline in just a minute. But this one, as I said, is directed by Sam Raimi, who you might remember from the Tobey Spider-Man films. Here he is again. This one's written by Michael Waldron, produced by Kevin Feige, composed by Danny Elfman. And we have a great cast. Benedict Cumberbatch coming back as Doctor Strange. Elizabeth Olsen is Wanda Maximoff. Help me with that third name there, Scotty Scoop. Uh, Ship, Ship, Shipwell? Ch- Chittowell. Ejafor? Ejafor. Yeah. Coming back as Mordo or Mondo? Mordo. Uh, Mordo. Mordo. Benedict Wong coming back as Wong. Here's a few names that'll be tough as well. Sochi Gomez. Coming in as America Chavez go. with the introduction of a brand new character rachel mcadams back again is dr christine palmer michael stolberg and sheila adam we got a whole cast here let's talk about the box office and what people think about this thing so i wanted to bring up two just to see how it did so on opening the second opening day i believe of it's may 5th Uh, that would be that was Thursday. That was Thursday. So this is day one, so this essentially. Is, yeah, like maybe some sneak previews on Wednesday, and then the the quick day one. And that day one was $85 million. Box office worldwide, that's gross. And then as of May 7th, just two days later, opening weekend was at $185 million. Maybe while we're sitting here, you guys can look up what the current number is. It's, as of today. It's over half. Half a billion. Half a billion? Yes. Woo! We've crossed the half a billion mark. I don't even know what to think about that amount of money, but I know that it, that it gets me excited that if something that we're watching is doing well, that's exciting yes. for us. Glad that we get to talk about it. Excited to hear all the people out here that have seen it. And yeah, man, use an IMDb Pro for all these stats that we're throwing at you. Currently, what do people think of this movie? 76% of Rotten Tomatoes, 7.6 out of 10. On IMDb and 87% of Google Google users are into this movie. Always like to dive right into the story because this is going to be one that's going to be so fun to talk about. A lot of cameos, a lot of uh, a story that I think we can all easily get through. Uh, some villains that you probably didn't see coming. But first, I want to do a good roundtable. We're going to start with our boy, Stephen Walden. We always like to do what we call around here a gut check. Well, who are you going into this movie? What was the hype like as this movie was ahead of you on the calendar? Um, and what were you most excited to see? And how'd you, how'd it go overall without spoiling it for you? Um, I was fortunate enough to stay away from a lot of spoilers and some of the spoilers I got clearly did not come true. Um, and, uh, where I was, I was super excited about this. He since no way home, honestly, even since WandaVision, just cause I knew that this was originally planned to come out right after that, uh, that series aired. And I think it would have been of a, a better service had it you know, had that timing, <clears throat> but, um, yeah, super excited. Although Dr. Strange himself, I was never a huge fan of him in the comics. I don't identify with magic and fantasy. I prefer myself to be a little more grounded. Um, however, the movies I've enjoyed, um, 
uh, I think Benedict Cumberbatch is great. I love the, you know, he's the, the smart ass heir apparent, uh, to Tony Stark. Um, and, uh, the visual scene in 3D, just unbelievable. Also, highly recommend to take your glaucoma medication and a lot of it before you go see it. <laughs> Great for uh, 3D, I guess. Yes, fantastic. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, yeah, is that what else do we need? To no, that's perfect. That that's perfect? That's exactly okay. it. Just a little bit of setup, like who the character is, T, and all that coming in. Uh, and Andy, we had uh-huh. talked about this for how many weeks now? Scotty Scoop as well. I think the three of us, like, we can't say enough how much we were waiting on this thing. Give the fans a little bit of a taste of what you thought coming out of it and then we'll do a rating at the end obviously oh yeah i i mean i've been waiting for this movie for so long i feel like it's been five years but exactly <laughs> like after wandavision we all knew like that that was kind of going to lead into this and this this did not disappoint like i was i was so happy um like during this movie and obviously my heart rate rose above unacceptable levels so many times that my apple watch like warned me to make sure i was still i was okay so <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that sam Raimi. Marvel's like, uh oh, new kind of lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scotty. I mean, you saw it twice. I saw it twice. Um, I was so amped for this movie. I, I always tell myself, I'm gonna stay spoiler free. I'm gonna stay spoiler free. But I can't stay off the internet. <laughs> yeah, oh gosh, I just can't. So you're a real addict. So probably it was probably last Monday. You know, just a few days before the thing came out and you know the spoilers were just everywhere and i got most of them and i was like oh man like i hope there's something else uh i had a lot of fun i I think it's a fun movie yeah um probably a divisive movie Mm -hmm. i think we might find out we got a good we got a good little focus group of four let's get into it and talk about the story i'll tell you how i feel at the end so put on your storyteller hat i mean i've already been i'm working on a storyteller bite we'll get it in here eventually but for now it is story time i want to get right into it but first a little setup always helps a little bit dr strange one what came out in 2016 14 Mm, somewhere around somewhere in that 15 it was 16 16 Mm -hmm. and you know there we go dr strange breaks his hands he's a great surgeon now he's dr strange he beats dormammu with a little trick uh you meet wong you got mordo 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 is in carl if you know him carl Carl. (laughs) right i love that Uh, we meet the ancient one all the history behind um dr strange and the sorcerers and where they come from who they are the little backstory and like a lot of teases of like big ramifications that become him one day, you know, from what he did with the time stone to defeat Dormammu. Spoiler alert for the movie, we already said it. You also see him, of course, in Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, a big part of the battle that takes down, of course, Thanos. And then another title that you might need to see before this movie was a little show called WandaVision, a nine-part episode series starring Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen, Olsen, Paul Bettany, Bringing back those two characters from the MCU into a nine-episode run that went in January of 2021. And then, as of late, the last time we saw this character was in a massive film that you might have seen called Spider-Man No Way Home, which is probably one of the best movies we've seen since Avengers Endgame. And Doctor Strange got a little multiversal in this thing, making some things happen with multiple Spider-Mans, all the things going down, and once again, kind of feeling like Maybe some ramifications here. What's going to happen in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Some ramifications? Mm. Oh, I like it. I like it. I'll give it up for you. Just a little one. And the story <laughs> goes. 
You guys want to drop right in? Please. A yeah. different Doctor Strange with a ponytail. He's wearing blue. He's running through, obviously, some kind of cosmic world with a girl in a blue jean jacket with a star on her back, and they're being chased by a crazy monster. They're trying to get a book that's apparently going to help, and at the end of it, the monster's getting the girl with the blue jacket. Doctor Strange says, only one way to do this. I'll do it myself. I'll take your powers. I'll get the book. I'll destroy the monster. Does not go as planned. This no. Doctor Strange. Why do I say this? It's definitely not ours. It's, no, this uh, is Defender Strange. I, I, what? He's no, he, he's um, Sorcerer Seagal. <laughs> Seagal's pretty Seagal. good. All right, good made-up name. <laughs> nice. Is yours a comic book name? Uh, yes. And what's it again? Defender Strange. And this guy here, he is. Yeah. What'd you think when you see this right uh, away? I was like, they're just dropping us right in. Right in. Yeah. Right yeah. into the thick of it. What is going on? This Doctor Strange is speaking Spanish. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, I get no I'm, introduction to America Chavez. <laughs> Personally, I know who she is, but we're just mm, jumping right into the action. I Ju loved it. Yeah, it, it was great. Oh yeah, let's go. Let's start off on a on a hot hot beat. We're doing it. We're doing it. Just all that Marvel, uh, cla uh, Doctor Strange kind of the CGI of going nuts. Here we it looks so good, and Doctor Strange apparently m maybe dies. Yeah, he does. The portal opens. It's in the shape of a star. And that's where it falls in. And our Doctor Strange wakes up from a dream. Yeah. Here he is. He's at home. He's kind of sleeping. And this is after Spider-Man No Way Home. This is mm -hmm. a, this is picking right up. This is a new Doctor Strange movie. This is a new story. You really don't know where you're coming. He's just kind of living his life. He has some big plans that day. He's going to go see uh, Christine Palmer once again because guess what? She's getting married. Yep. He's going to the wedding. He got the invite. He runs into the original surgeon doctor that he worked with. From the first movie. You guys, did you guys realize that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, my yeah. gosh. That was so great. The doctor just being like, so he's at the wedding. They're sitting in the pew. It's Christine's wedding. And he goes, so, you know, I lost my dog. My cats. My cats. cats. My cats died. And, <laughs> and my, my sister. And my sister or brother. Brother, something like that. Was there any other way the blip could have gone? Right. And he's did like, you no, really have to do that? No, that was it. Like, oh, best surgeon, best superhero. Wow. <laughs> this guy's just still going. still didn't get the girl. Still, still didn't get oh, the girl. Oh man, savage! And yeah. here she is. She's there's Christine. Rachel McAdams back, and not long into the wedding, shit goes down in the street. Monster. I mean, you guys know what this monster's called? It's uh, it's definitely not Shumagorath because they legally can't use that. <laughs> right. Why not? But it was definitely Shumagorath. So, yeah, it's a Conan uh, property. Yeah. But like same look, like oh, with the big exactly eye, the big tentacles. The it's attacking. It's not really attacking New York. It's it's kind of invisible. Then Doctor Strange shows up, makes it reveal itself. It's chasing. Which is kind of funny. I mean, it's like, what is what is this that's embedded in our consciousness to want superheroes to see them fight monstrous starfish? Yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> yep. uh Starro, you know, and that, yeah. I don't know. It was just the Suicide just Squad thinking about that. But also, a friend of mine, it was telling me he's, I was really distracted because um, a lot of visual beats from Spider-Man Two are showing up in Doctor Strange. There's a tentacled monster coming. It's they're crawling up the building. He like listed all these things that are like, you know, Raimi tropes, you know, or at least yeah. visual callbacks. And so he said it was distracting for him, but I was like, it's kind of cool. Yeah, that's why yeah. I'm here. Yeah, yeah that's what we. Yeah. That's one of the main yes. grabs of the. The Sam Raimi, yeah, add-on, yeah. Mm -hmm. It right. kind of comes with his style, yeah. Right. Again, you know, fanboys geeking out about shit that and just being just whiny, 
Yeah. You know, it's like I love my kind and I fucking hate our kind at the same time. Right. Just be happy. I mean, if you had told me in 1982 <laughs> as a seven year old kid, I'm 47, I'll do the math. If you told me that, hey, when you're in your late 40s, there's going to be a Doctor Strange movie that's going to make half a billion dollars. Right. Not only that, unheard of, but he's already been in four other right. movies. Yeah, right. this is his fifth appearance. Right. right. I mean, right. We are so spoiled. Oh, we are spoiled. So I mean, fucking spoiled. Oh, spoiled rotten. But yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? It's like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not in the room where well, we're going to talk. We're going to complain about it. That's yeah. what we're going to do. Well, <laughs> you know what we do? We come in here and we celebrate the stuff yeah. that works, but like we also call out, you know, what it is sure. and what it doesn't work. Right, right. I like that too. But I agree. Like, I'll tell you where it's worse is the internet. <laughs> Yes. I mean, yeah. I feel like sometimes it's just focused there. But uh, all right. So back into it. Here we go. Big kaiju looking yes. thing. He's got the eyeball. All right. Wong shows up. It's a double team. We're going to help save this girl. She introduced herself. Uh, she doesn't even say it again for another. I don't think she says her name until she sits down and talks. Mm -hmm. After they beat the monster, Dr. Strange pulls out the eyeball. Um, he realizes very quickly that thing's trying to come after you. Let's sit down and talk about this. My name's America Chavez. Am I saying that right? America, yep. America, America Chavez. Chavez. Yep. Yep. America Chavez. All right. First question. Superhero name? Nope. That's her America name. America Chavez. <laughs> like, that's her real that's name. That's her name. That's her superhero name. The jacket the, with the star. You guys oh, are recognizing this. Marvel straight. rarely does secret identities these yeah. days. Straight from the comic book. I, she, not, yeah, you're well, seeing not, this character that's right true. from the page. I guess that's true. It's not always a superhero name. Like some of them have them, but some of them, like Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange is just <laughs> Doctor Strange. So uh, this is the movie. So um, what's the story here? This girl is a multiversal being. She can travel between the multiverse. She says, have you guys had any experience with this? He says, I have. And uh, have you seen Spider-Man No Way Home? <laughs> and gets the kind of low down there. She says, okay, someone's coming after me. They're trying to suck my powers so that they can travel between worlds. And I need help. I had Doctor Strange helping me. Doc what was his actual name? The blue Doctor oh, Strange. Defender Strange, Defender so, so Strange was helping on. me. I wish they would have called them all. They just yeah. stuck with Doctor Strange. Yeah. They were like, we're not going to throw too much at these fans yet. Um, and says, uh, you know, I was working with another Doctor Strange, but he sabotage me in the end he's like yeah i seen that in my dream like right. oh well newsflash did you know not a dream did you know that if you're dreaming it's an older multiverse world yeah you're just seeing another version of you that really exists yeah so all the dreams you have they've happened yep what a Real bomb thing. to drop yeah. on someone so many multiverses exist where I can just show up at places naked, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, yeah, I just keep having, I guess uh, there's one multiverse where I'm just like at my high school, always late for class. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I was really- <laughs> I didn't study for a test. I was yeah, really attacked by locker. Jack Nicholson's Joker. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a multiverse out there where Jack Nicholson's Joker really gets you. Wow. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this theory. It's okay. You're, 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 uh, you're other giggler. Yeah, you're, yeah. Safe, so. yeah, you're the you're this one. Yes. As long as you don't dream walk, which we'll get to. All right, so he, she says the other Doctor Strange didn't help me out. Maybe you can. He says, okay, I will help you out. But this is a kind of outside of my wheelhouse. We need some big power protection. Do you have anybody that has some experience with with magic? Magic. And I'm like, well, you're Doctor Strange, right? But. Well, we get we get before that. Go ahead. We get the. Uh, how do I know you're really telling the truth? Oh, I'll take you to uh, this body. Oh yes, 
the other Doctor Strange. Let's... And they're like, all right, we'll bite up to the rooftop. <laughs> and there it is. In the they most like, it. in the most set looking rooftop I'd ever oh, seen. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was a little bit like, okay, what rooftop is this? <laughs> Very clean. <laughs> like the most uh, artistic yeah. art. But, you know, I, I loved it. But uh, what do they do? They bury the body. Yeah, it's like, uh, we got to hide this body. Long Strange is like, I've hid bodies before. I'll put it right over here in this convenient empty spot on top of this roof. Wong is, uh, you know, makes like a little New York joke. He's like, "That's not. That's got to be against a few ordinances." Some, yeah, some code. <laughs> it's clearly uh, an example of Chekhov's strange, because the che- the strange he introduced in the first act, you have to turn him into a zombie by the end. Of the movie. Oh so, yeah. Oh yeah. It's like that's just sitting there waiting. Yeah. For yep. us. Um, and uh, then you get the introduction. I'm America Chavez. Okay, we're gonna take you to Camartage. Yes, this is, and this is like the the sorcerer's home. Yes, you guys yeah, know what country they're, they're in. They're like training. I imagine it's somewhere oh, in Nepal. Yeah, to, yeah, Tibet, something yeah. like that. A lot of big giant mountains. Yeah, and in the middle of nowhere. Let's go back there. That's where we'll, we're going to take you there, and I'm going to go see if I can get some help. And who does he go see? Here she is, Wanda Maximoff. Yep, she's just in her little apple orchard, cutting her apple, cup, just cutting limbs off of apple trimming, trees. Yeah, trimming trees. Just one at a time. Yep. Just like some sheep in the background. Oh, hey, Doctor Strange. I gave up my magic a long time ago. Yeah, I know why you're here. You know, that whole thing with the, was it Westview? Oh, you're mad at me because of Westview. I know that you want to talk to me about it. And he's like, no, I I don't want to. I I don't care. I knew that. (laughs) Yeah, he goes, I knew you'd figure it out. (laughs) It is in Nepal, FYI. Good job, guys. Nice. Um, So the the trees are up. Doctor Strange breaks it down, says we've got this kid, you know, needs help. Yeah, multi. Do you, know anything, do you know anything about the multiverse? Viz had his theories. Yeah, right. Just, yeah. Well, she's saying this as she's trimming branches. I mean, what we know about Loki and timelines and right. branches being trimmed and cold. Mm. And she, while well, she's creating incursions throughout the multiverse, while it's apples, we know about the historical and symbolic significance of apples and different religions and pagan representing children. Uh-huh. So it's like it's it's so subtle in what it's doing. Also, not at the same time. The dots right. are there yeah. to be connected. Classic, like Marvel, you know, storytelling where they they weave in those types of real historical things. I mean, you look at a movie like Eternals, and it's like you're asking, like, where did they? How do they put this all together? And it's from like real history. Um. All right. Well, she uh, pretty much shows her colors right away. Oh well, yeah. He's uh, like, you know, we could do this. Maybe you should come to Camartage, and she's like, well, what if you just bring America Chavez here? <laughs> And I could protect her. And he says, uh, and and she, and says, she catches, yeah. you know, I, you never told me your name, did you? <laughs> and, and you can tell as soon as she said it, his face changed. And he's like, shit. He's like, and also he's like, he's just like, this is Wanda. This is right. our. We're going to get you back on the lunchbox. Yeah. Bunch, ba- back on <laughs> oh, the yeah. lunchbox. That, that, that was such a great line. Yeah. Like we can figure this out. Like who is this character? Like, Man, you got to do some catch up for people that haven't seen WandaVision, mm-hmm. but assuming you had, like, here she is, man. Like, you know, we met her all the way back in, uh, what, the Age of Ultron, Age of Ultron uh, in credit mm-hmm. scene, and, or actually in Age of Ultron. We yeah. met we met her in the movie before that, in credit um, scene. Uh, Captain America. Captain America 2. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah. And it's been, you know, it's like this girl's come so long. We learn all this stuff about this character, and boom, dude, it's me. Yeah. I'm the one that's been chasing her. Yep. You know that yeah. monster? I was the one that sent it. Yep. I've always been the one. Yeah. Like, and this she's... was 
waves her hand and drops the facade. You're in a field of dead trees. Red. Red, you know, the red smoke clears and, and yeah. And she says, you bring her to me. And, yeah. and if you don't, you'll see what happens whenever I'm not reasonable. Right. You know, this is me being yeah. reasonable and mercy. He can't talk her off the ledge. He leaves. He goes back. He tells everybody about this. Wong, buckle down the forces. Everybody get your big shields up. We're going to shield this place up. America Chavez, you're going to sit here and we're going to protect you. And she's like, so the person you went to to help me is the one that's trying to kill me. Yeah. And you told her exactly where we are. And you told her where we are. Yes. Okay. And she shows up and it's a fight scene. This is it. Yeah. Wanda, the Scarlet Witch. She calls herself the Scarlet Witch. In this yeah, movie. straight out. And it says, if you don't, that's what she says, if you don't do what I say, you're, the, the Scarlet Witch will show up yes. for you. And she does. Red smoke over the, what's the place called? Carmitage. Carmitage. And he goes up and talks to her. She's like, I'm not backing down. Yeah. I'm not a monster. I'm a mother. Yeah, we yeah we find out that she's this is wild. Desperately yes. trying to get back to the children that didn't really exist yes. in this universe. Sam Raimi does his little catch up for the fans that haven't seen Wandavision. A little dream sequence of her in the room. All right, well, it's her with the kids, and like she lives right. through it, and then she wakes up from a dream, which now we know was a multiverse, something that she knows exists. Yes, somewhere else because she just needs to try to get there. She has the Darkhold. Yes, which she got from Agatha in. WandaVision. So yes. this is what's taught her about these things. It was Agatha all along. Yes. Even yes. still. It's resonating. And she's just being that character, that other person somewhere. <laughs> I, something I want to come back to with Agatha when we get to the uh, Illuminati, Illuminati scenes. So oh, perfect. All right. There. I like the pen. But isn't this, did, have you guys yeah. talked to anybody who has seen this that hasn't been steeped in Marvel stuff like we are? Because that's the thing that really got to me is why am I and let me know if I'm going out of turn. If this should be safe for the have or it. not because I know we do recaps. No, but it's fine. The thing that just struck me when I'm watching, I'm loving it, but I'm just thinking this has got to be mightily inaccessible to people that are not as versed because it seems to rely on that. A buddy of mine said Disney just was like, "Hey, you ain't seen Wandavision? Fuck you! You know you ain't seen you what know, if the other movies? What if? Fuck you yeah, too! Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. it's like and and that's one of the points I like to make when." watching Moon Knight is how disconnected exactly. it was and how much it can stand on its own or something like this. You have got to know eight different titles mm -hmm. for it to make complete sense. I'm yep. not saying you couldn't come in cold and put things together if yeah. you know, you're a smart you know, person who's, you know, maybe has some tertiary knowledge of everything. But it that, doesn't have the same weight. But it, yeah, it, it doesn't mean as much if you didn't watch WandaVision or Age of Ultron or... Endgame or Infinity War, No Way Home, you know, it's it's turning into much like the comic book world. Well, that's now. what I like yep. about it, though. There's so many events you need to keep track of. And I don't even, I'm not even coming from that comic book world, but like, I agree. That's how this movie felt. Like we all said it. Dropped you in. It's happening. And I'm, and me, I'm going, cool, because I feel like that's my payday for like always being for like keeping up, keeping mm -hmm. up. Yes. And going like, I want this to feel like this. Mm -hmm. I want this to feel like mm -hmm. I'm just turning the page. And Doctor Strange is now fighting this one-eyed monster. And now he's in a dead body. Like, I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, everyday moviegoer that's not in, in Gulf, they're going to feel a little bit like. Walled off. 
But yeah. I, at the same time, it's like, well, apparently it's not that big of a problem if it's made half a billion dollars. Oh, exactly. for sure. Exactly. So there's exactly. somebody seeing it, mm-hmm. and it's not all Benedict Cumberbatch's mom. There, so. <laughs> well, there was that one guy who watched Spider-Man: No Way Home in theaters like three hundred times. Yeah, I don't. I, that's. I mean, I don't even know. I, mean, I guess he's well funded. I mean, yeah. holy crap! Wow. All right, so the big battle goes down. Wanda gets into the Carmitage essentially and is just killing everyone. I mean, just a killer. Mm-hmm. Scarlet oh, yeah. Witch is here to kill, and it's dead bodies. I mean, you're seeing it happen. They're showing Sam Raimi's doing his thing, showing the gruesome deaths, showing the power blast, white oh. people out. So and and to to this point, that moment when she's like, "You never told me your name." That's the moment. Where it's like, "Oh shit, she's the bad guy in this movie." Yeah, oh yeah, she's the antagonist. That you, was you I was get stunned. it as, as soon as she jarring. drops yeah. it. Like, oh no, es- this is the big bad. Especially yes. considering how Wandavision ended, where she really did not face repercussions for her actions at all. She self isolated, but. That's not how justice works. You right, know? true. It's like she took it like, oh, sorry, I possessed you and took over your lives and put everyone in danger and probably got some people killed. I'm going to go live in a cabin now. Right? Yeah, a and nice cabin with works. like a lake and yeah. a mountain. So and you think is... there was some sort of personal growth there. Yeah, and it's clearly not. Or the dark the, hold And the dark in. hold is, mm-hmm. is, is it's got a definitely The, the closure that she gets at the end of WandaVision was undone by the Darkhold. Yes. Right. And then at the end, in the end, yeah, and at the end, I mean, she's just reading it. You know, she's just mm-hmm. like, I'm into the Darkhold. I like this. You yes. know, it's quite which, the page turner. Yeah. Which also made me wonder is like, was it Scorched Earth already? And that was a construct that we were seeing of the Darkhold with her out on the out on the porch or, you know, that was her astral version or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, but it made me kind of like, what? Yeah, no, you're doing that. You're like, is it, all right, so was that now seeing this movie, was she separated a little bit? Because this is one thing you're going to be asking yourself this whole movie is the Scarlet Witch, a Wanda that's like still good inside of her. Like this is going to be the ultimate question for especially fans, you know? Which that's also the nature of horror movies as a genre, right? To create the sense of unease. That's Mm -hmm. why horror movies don't, typically have happy endings we always see the hand twitch at the end Mm -hmm. that there could or an eye open or there's something that happens that unsettles and that's another really cool thing that marvel's doing with this is this is the horror movie Mm -hmm. that they put out there and i can't wait to see them do this with other genres as they have you know in comics but to you know to spin that out and see what that looks like more Mm -hmm. agreed because marvel horror from like the 70s is amazing Great too. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, bringing some of this into the forefront now, yeah. like with yeah. the rated R content, like making it yeah. super scary. Maybe Tomb of Dracula, something like that. Oh, that yeah. would be dope. Maybe an anthology series that they would do. That could be really cool. I mean, I guess that's what What If is. So yeah, I'm in. Totally in. Well, this is where we get the big multiverse of madness for the first time. She makes her way in. She's closing in. They lock her in a mirror verse. Wanda's reaching through oh, yeah, the that, reflections. That was Grabbing great. everybody, the horror hands. You also see this is where she really starts to kind of start to become more and more and more deformed, like the more she's like yeah. going after them, like little cracks in her face, like almost like a, a little bit of a bend to her. Like she, this, comes, she comes out of that mirror all twisted and like the like grudge. bones Yeah, snapping. like the grudge yeah. or the, the, ring. the ring, Yeah, right? And she's, so good. she's coming through, she's closing in, and this is where fear settles in. America Chavez does the multiverse portal again. Her and Doctor Strange go through. Everybody else is left behind by everybody else, Wanda and Wong, essentially. Yeah. And this is where we get the crazy fall through scene. I want to hear some people <laughs> rattle off what you see. Um, let us go for it. If you, what what multiverses are we seeing during this tumble to with Doctor Strange and America Chavez? The one I remember the most is the pop art, which is like there's a world of 
vibrant colors in paint. Why yes. did I remember that? I'm an artist. Uh, <laughs> of course you love that yeah. one. I was just thinking that, actually. But that was the most visually striking one. The others I can't remember off the top of um, my head. De definitely saw the Living Tribunal. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. Um, and what I believe was the Savage Land. Yes. Definitely. You know, we saw the dinosaurs and the prehistoric looking. Yes. Definitely the Savage Land. What were you feeling during that? Like uh, I was, you know, I seeing it twice. When it got to that scene, after seeing it the first time, I was like, man, when I seen this again, I'm going to have to go into <laughs> some sort of slow motion mode and see if I can pick things out. And it was just so fast. Especially since yeah. this is probably 30 to 40% of every multiversal part you see in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. You know, you get the all the painted universe. The, you get, the, the cartoon. You get the cartoon universe. Which is like, okay, there's what if. You yeah, know, that's how they could sure. do what if crossovers now. Like, yeah, that easy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, man, I love that. Um, I didn't think they were going to do that, but they just blasted it right on there. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it, just, it just confirms it, you know, for the fans that are wondering that kind of stuff. You're like, okay, that's cool. And then they land in an earth that is awesome, like covered in grass, <laughs> Red is go, green is stop. They have pizza poppers. They have food is free. I mean, let's talk about Maybe. the big cameo here. Yeah, Bruce Campbell, baby. Yeah, Bruce Campbell. I mean, yeah. dude, Sam Raimi brings his buddy back into the fold. He's a pizza ball salesman. He makes one of Doctor Strange. He's like, you're a Doctor Strange. You Look stole like that you from the Strange Museum, didn't you? <laughs> you're a taker. You're a taker. <laughs> just punching him. Just punching him. He's like, all right, I'm going to make him hit himself. With his evil dead hand. Yeah. And. Squirts oh. the squirts the mustard in his face. I mean, and I mean, this is rough. She goes, "How long is he gonna do that? Like the rest of the day?" He's like, three weeks, yeah, a couple <laughs> weeks." I was like, "That's brutal." Yeah. Um, but they're in this universe, and they d decide the only person that can help us is the Doctor Strange that's here. Who's there? Yeah, we gotta find him. We gotta find him. We you find. Know, they walk to the the sanctum. Yep. And they see the statue, the giant strange statue. Like this is dedicated. To Doctor Strange, the greatest hero of all time, who saved us from Thanos, who saved us, saved the world, the universe from the Thanos. universe from Thanos, and it's like this really sleek looking Doctor Strange. Yeah, he oh yeah, great. no facial hair. Yeah, you know he was, you know he had the the collar, the classic popped collar. Yep, loved it. And this is the uh, what do they call the pla the, the sanctum 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 sanctorum? Yeah. Yes, and Carl's running the place. Yeah. <laughs> Mordo shows up, opens the door, and Doctor Strange is like, oh, crap. This guy he does, does not. not like me. No. Because at the end of Doctor Strange 1, this guy was like tired of people taking magic and using it for like fixing hands and hips. Right. And he, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? You want to walk again? You're just going <laughs> to use the time stone? Instead, I'll just kill everyone. You're better crippled. <laughs> Dick. Good luck. Good luck at your basketball game. Jeez, they keep um, him away from the March of Dimes. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh. So he's uh, he's he's the nice guy at least yeah. on the surface. He yep. gives Doctor Strange a hug. Says, "Come on in." Yeah, my brother. My brother. You told me this day would come. Tell me all about your universe. About your universe. And, and we're like, all right, all right. We got a comrade. Yeah, Carl. We're, we're sitting Sweet. here, have some tea. Carl, hang <laughs> out. Candy Mountain, Carl. <laughs> Sorry. And they go, uh, I mean, they, they get drugged immediately. <laughs> yeah. The, the no one's helping anybody. Of whatever in the in the tea. And not, not only that, but you're going to, okay, we get some side-by-sides here. So we get Wanda has taken Wong hostage. Oh, we'll say it's a funny callback to 
Doctor Strange one when he takes the tea from the ancient one. He's like, "What'd you slip after he has the trip?" He's like, "What'd you yeah. put in my tea?" Yeah, and then it's like, "Oh, bitch, put something uh, in my tea," you know. In this yes, world, so. good point. It's like it's every time you go to that place, you're like, yep. "I'm getting drugs." Stay away from the tea, man. <laughs> yeah, don't drink. Tea. Have a pizza popper. That'll Shit. definitely something that'll happen in three, where he refuses someone's tea. <laughs> I can guarantee it's it. very Hitchhiker's just, Guide moment. Yeah, it's yeah. no tea. Or like uh, when uh, Hawkeye, like in Age of Ultron, is like I've already been down the mind control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, yeah. This is where we're gonna get. We've got. Uh, yeah. We've I got mean, this Wong. Is it. This is it. Right. This is where we're getting into the most fun part of this movie. We got Wong held hostage. Yes, held hostage. Um. Wanda's like tell Wanda's me. got. Wanda's got the dark hold. She's gonna try and dreamwalk. We learn about dreamwalking. America's we, in their little cube now. Or yeah. they're, they're both in their cubes. Both right. in their cubes. Yeah. yeah, they're they're over here waiting for a minute, and then we get Wanda dreamwalking. And this is where we get the other Wanda on this Earth. We presumably. See, yeah. Well, we we see her uh, doing the dreamwalking, and then uh, one of the people that we thought were dead, still alive. Tries to help Wong. Oh, so yeah, back at the the and Carmitage, you know, Wong's oh, like, yeah. let let me out. I need to destroy the Darkhold, and she says, it can't be you because as they because as, as they've reminded us many times, he is the Sorcerer Supreme. Right. So she pulls out some sort of weird knife, dives, grabs Wanda's the Darkhold like up in the air. Like... She's she's still dream walking. Yep, and breaks the spell, stabs the book. Gone. She gets ripped out of her dream walk and like looks down and is like, like, Oh damn, oh, no. the dark hole just burned up. Right. It's now gone. what do I do? It's gone. That was your main thing. Yeah. And what do I do? Well, I got the Sorcerer Supreme here. Right. Tell me how do I get these spells back? I won't tell you anything. Well, what if I threaten five of your people? The the five people I didn't kill here at Kamartash. <laughs> what you don't know is the <laughs> people behind you are alive. Yeah, and I'm gonna kill them. If I'm you don't gonna do torture this. them, and this is where even we lo- even giant green bull man. Yeah, giant <laughs> green bull man, mm. actual character. Can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah I got I got nothing. None of us did. That was I weird. tried to make <laughs> I tried to make something <laughs> up real that was realistic, but I got yeah. I got nothing. Bull Shannon. <laughs> and this is where we find out about a new place in for me in the MCU. Maybe not to a comic fan. Yeah. Wondagore. 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 Oh, yeah. This is where the Darkhold was essentially written. Transcribed. From? From the w- carvings oh. on the wall. And she says, we're going for a oh, ride. Yeah. Gets the sling ring, puts it on him, says, let's go. Yep. And this is, again, a little bit back and forth. I mean, we can just finish the storyline, though. Gets to this place. It's a giant tomb. It's like a giant on a top of this mountain. I mean, can't, just, can't go all the way there. Can't get there with magic. Because, like, you only yeah. get close, like, certain close. But then she can't. But she's she like, can. But she can. Like, yeah, because it's a different kind of magic. Right. She, magic and there's sorcery. Yeah. But her magic, she can. She yep. levitates right up in there. There's these giant beings guarding giant, the place. Yeah. Giant demons. Demons. This, I, I believe these are particular named creatures, but I, I couldn't tell you what they are. And yeah. it looks like she's. They're gonna come in and kill her and Wong. Instead, they bow. They bow to. She her. looks behind her. And it's the, definitely the Scarlet oh, yeah. Witch, like it's her in for stone. Sure. This is her place. Yeah. Oh, I used to yep. live here. I guess yep. this <laughs> is like where it all started. Yep. As it was sketched in the Darkhold itself. Yeah. We see that image of the Scarlet Witch. We saw that back in WandaVision. Yeah, for sure. I didn't realize the Darkhold was like so connected. 
to the Scarlet Witch. Like for me, I was like, this place is all like she didn't know about this. He told her, but like the Darkhold is always connected to like her power. Right. In the comics, that's where she and Pietro were born. This place. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. There you go. Wow. So I don't know if they'll play around with that, but I mean, also Magneto's their dad. So. Yeah. Hell, I so mean, we'll I was. See, we'll see. Andy wore a Magneto there. shirt to the movie, and I was like, "Is this? Do you know something <laughs> that I don't know?" <laughs> All right. So that's Wanda. She's waiting. She's got her castle. She's got her power. Yeah. She's, she's just. She's reading just reading the walls. She can read the walls, and she's gonna dreamwalk the shit out of it. Yep. Back to Doctor Strange and American Chavez in their glass cages, being held captive. They got handcuffs on with green little something on them that won't, yeah. won't let them use their powers. Use the, uh, green means stop. Yeah, green, green means stop in this universe. Nice, nice catch. Good yeah. job. And Dr. Christine Palmer is essentially the doctor that's like keeping yeah. them hostage. Oh, hey. Hey, hey white I know you. With I a, know you. With a grant from the Baxter Foundation. The Baxter Foundation. I mean, when she said that, I leaned over to Carrie like, and, huh? and I go, that's fantastic. Lord. Yeah, no. And she, Carrie's like, what? And I was like, uh, yeah. I'll tell you later. Well, I, I did the same thing to Shanna. I was, <laughs> they, she said Baxter Foundation. I was like, oh. And Shanna was like, does that mean something? Oh, so good. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. It's going to mean something for sure. I, I, I popped a semi. So, oh, yeah. So I'm gonna say. 100%. Jock and Nerd, they call this a nerd boner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. Because we've right. been waiting for, we live for little comments like that. Oh yeah, like yeah. they they did. Marvel doesn't put things in movies that don't mean anything. Right. Yeah, every line is just so meticulously placed. Especially yes. now. I mean, we in the early like phase one when they had to like come back and say no, that really wasn't the Infinity Gauntlet you saw right. in Asgard. But now everything is so fucking corporate you know, yeah. that it's like we know exactly what our arcs are going to be and where for we the next go. ten years. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah, God yeah. bless them because I mean that's why they're succeeding. And DC's like, yep. I can't do anything with Superman. I mean, like, well, wait for our Squirrel Girl franchise to yep. hit. You know, that'll really make you bitter. <laughs> it really, so. it really is true though. It's just it comes down to anything. It's like putting in the work to make a plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like sure. sticking to it. Well, and having a good plan and having a vision that fits the franchise. You know, Feige. You know, he's and he lets you know auteurs do their thing, but it's not like where Zack Snyder is completely controlling. You know, informing the DC universe like. Now everything is bleak and gray and dark and sad and edgelordy. So yeah, man, well, big difference. Well said. That's that's really perfect. That's a deep thought right there. I love it. Um, all right, so we're getting into the big reveal here, man. Like, so yeah, Rachel gives the breakdown. Uh, Rachel, like, you know, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. Oh, Christine. <laughs> oh, you mean Regina George? Thanks, yeah. Rachel. Oh, Christine gives the breakdown. Like, hey, we can't just let you go crazy in here. You could have some sort of. Disease. Otherworldly pathogen. Yep. Or you we know, don't know how your powers yeah. work. Um, and also like your Earth, six one six. Yes. This is our Earth. Eight three eight three two or eight three eight. I think yeah. eight three eight. But Mysterio already dropped the six one six line, even though he was a faker. He was a faker. So maybe, what does that mean? Maybe he dreamed about Earth six one six. Or yeah. s- dreamed about it. Someone maybe, mentioning it. Maybe. I mean, that's a plot hole. So it is a little bit. We'll see. Because yeah. I've always thought about that. I've always thought about well, that was a little. That was a real big mis- mislead. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about Spider Man Far From Home now, yes. but. I mean, he did say, like, I'm from Earth 616. And, like, that's a right. very specific thing to yes. say. Yes. But he was wrong. He was, yeah, that's not where he was from. Or he said, or, no, 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 he, he, was, he was, for sure. He said a different one. He said, like, I'm from Earth. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. 212. But he said or the, right. the Earth Prime that he was on was 616. How, how do he know? Yeah, how do you that, know that? That's my question. <laughs> Especially since he was just, like, a guy yeah. that, like, worked. Yeah. 
just randomly picks some numbers. Pretty impressive to fake yourself yeah. as a doppelganger, though. Yeah. Um. All right, so she says they're ready to see you. Yeah, Mordo comes up with the Ultron bots. I mean, yeah. this is it. In I mean, Ultra. I mean, I we, was like, oh no, Ultron bots. Like and we get a little. We jake. all know where this is coming <laughs> or where it's going. I mean, I know because of you. I was like, who are in these chairs? Yeah. And as a fan that does not know about the Illuminati, I'm just mm-hmm. going, who's going to be in all these chairs? Yeah. And here we go. Slow walk in. I mean, I will tell you as a fan, <laughs> I only watched the trailer once. Once. When it first came out. And I didn't watch anything the since. The first trailer. That's first a, trailer. That I, was can, I, don't, I don't know how you do it. I mean, it's kind of easy. <laughs> you guys need to practice more. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm going to. Um, As he's going, as they're walking him in, I was having that Marvel feeling. I was having the, oh my God. Okay. Something is happening. Something's it's happening. Something's happening. <laughs> Something's happening. And here they come one by one. Captain Carter. Captain Carter. There she is. Uh, What's her name? The actress? Haley Atwell. Haley Atwell. Atwell. We got Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Maria Ra- Rambo. Maria, Maria Rambo. Rambo. Same actor. Same actress. From Captain Marvel. Yeah. That played, you know, little Monica Rambeau's mom, who was Brie Larson's friend. Mm-hmm. Now she's Captain Marvel. Looks great. Yeah. Not dead from cancer. Not no. dead from cancer, right. like in our universe, our universe, I would say. 616, I guess. Right. We're going to sure. have to like, get good at this, too. Right. <laughs> Real life comic books happening. Black Agar Boltagon. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not even like a, a knower of this superhero. And I'm going... He looks amazing. Yeah, Black Holy Bolt. Holy shit. This guy is the coolest. Like, what are they doing with this outfit with Black Bolt where it's like, I knew, I was like, oh, I remember this guy. He, If he talks, like, it's over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then they got the same guy from the show yeah. that failed. Anson Mount. Are you in, serious? The, yeah. Inhumans. Yeah. The Inhuman show. That was the same, same guy. Dude. I said he was the king of the Inhumans, and I was like, oh. You Which just is, blew my mind. Right. You just blew Which my top is, off. Now, am I going to go watch Inhumans? No. Right. I've never seen it. It doesn't count. I have never seen it. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've undone a lot of that Ike Perlmutter, you know, yeah. Marvel TV shit. But also Black Bolt having strong connections with Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Man. So. Well, it's like, we well, speaking of which. The smartest man in the world. You're talking about fan service here. I mean, Lost this is what here we go. people have been wanted. Begging for this. <laughs> Reed Richards, John Krasinski in the suit. Mr. Fantastic. I'll give it up for that, too. Man, when that when that thing scanned down yes. and came out. and Just I like just, from the comics. I'm like, holy shit. And I, I resisted the urge to stand up and say identity theft is not a joke, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. And here it is. They're doing their intro one at a time. I mean, really great intros. They start to break it down to him. Yep. Like, hey, you know, the multiverse, it's real. It's dangerous. Very dangerous. And, you know, you shouldn't be here. You're the threat. He's like, listen, though. A being called the Scarlet Witch is coming down to rain hell on you guys. She's going to get that kid if you don't do something. And he's, they said, we're not worried about her. Yeah. We're worried about you. Yeah. You're the one that always ends abruptly. And they tell the story about how their Steven ruined another reality. Right. Which well, I, and Well, they didn't get to that. They said... They said he, you, oh, you, he died. You, he died. He died. He was like, I you're died. You're right, you're right. I protecting, jumped ahead. Yep. Protecting this world. And then you hear... 
we should tell him the truth. And you get that. Tell him the truth. We should tell him the truth. And then you get that riff. And you see the shiny yellow. You see that first. Hover chair. The hover chair. And you're like, nut. Here it is. Nut. (laughs) Here it is. Hit the button. (laughs) Professor Xavier. Patrick, Sir Patrick Stewart. Yes. From the X-Men films, from the Singer films, from X-Men Days of Future Past, like just right here in front of you in an MCU film playing himself, like in this reality, in the chair, from the cartoon. Yes. Uh, Looking old as fuck, too. Super old. Really rattly voice. (laughs) Yes. It's going to be a sad day, but we're not going to talk about that. But I mean... Yeah, so can we talk about casting here for a moment? Sure, Thoughts? like here, we got the team up here. Yeah, Let's talk so about it. This is the this is the money shot. This is this is the meat of the meat. You see them all sitting the there. Meat. <laughs> so my question <laughs> is I was going for a joke, but I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. it. I'll come back to it. All right. Um I what did you what do you think of casting? Um yeah. is this gonna be a one shot for Krasinski? I don't think Stewart's gonna be back in a significant Never. capacity because He's 82, yeah. I think. Um, but just want to, about those specifically, what did you guys think? Uh, what did you think of the acting, all that? I will say, first of all, don't rule out anybody because they're old because of technology and Disney. True. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's cheaper and smarter to like not hinge a franchise on someone who's 82 and will probably be 85, 88 by the time. By the time he'll another probably another movie be retired. Filmed. You know, he might do like a hollow vision something that i mean appears. they've got him in like season two of or three of picard right this final season yeah. it's got to be almost it's over, it's right? over yeah um okay. krasinski i mean I, it was at a one time i that, feel like I, it, it felt man. like a one time if you're asking that i feel like it felt like a one time it felt due like to you'll the, never see him again due that due to the next few scenes i think this is absolutely yes, i agree one time for all of these characters you th- like yeah oh man right because like Let's get, I mean, I, it's hard not to get right into that because you're right. It, like this next scene kind of tells you like you probably won't see these again. I know it's I mean, here let's with the multiverse, to, anything is possible. Anything's possible. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do they bring because like this Fantastic Four film is on the schedule. Mm-hmm. Yes. So like somebody's going to have to be in it. So here's why I'm going to say I think that Krasinski is going to be back. He's such a fan favorite. They cast him and a buddy of mine says that's what they did. They did it. So now they can say, oh, we did it. But think of the 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 backlash that would happen. It'll just be whoever they cast next. Like, oh well, he's not John K. He's not Jim. We want yeah, Jim. That's, we want that's Jim a, and Emily. That's a heavy name. Yeah. Unless you know. Yeah. I mean, unless you just bring in somebody where you're just like, I mean, if Marvel does their thing, which they usually do, and it's like, all right, that was a different multiverse, and like now here's your Reed Richards. I could totally see them bringing in like either not a, maybe not a no name, but maybe like another big actor that isn't like John Krasinski primetime big, you know, maybe just a little bit more. Like, I don't, I don't think he's any bigger than what Benedict Cumberbatch was when he was cast as Dr. Strange. Yeah. To me though, like, especially, I mean, I'm an American. I mean, it's like Benedict Cumberbatch is like almost a no name to a John Krasinski for me. Like, you know, true. You know, cause like, I didn't, I mean, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Sherlock and like, I don't know if I've seen anything else with Benedict. Yeah. Well, a lot of indie movies and, and stuff like that, but that's me. That's but here's case. the thing. Yeah. I think if they weren't going to go anywhere with it, they probably would have just brought back uh, Ian Griffud from the first two Fantastic oh my, Four. Oh movies. right, yeah, sure. And just said, you know, <laughs> if we just want to kill somebody, 
we'll just bring this guy back, yeah. who everybody already knows is Mr. Fantastic. So you think he is coming back? I, I think he'll probably okay. come back. Yeah. What about uh, Peggy Carter, Captain Carter? I, yeah, I think she'll be back in some form. I think, I think what if, this is my theory about what if, it is a test ground for marketing to see what ideas what are popular. It's just like they did in the old comics, Tales of Spence, those anthology comics, Tales of you know, uh, uh, to astonish. It's like, we're going to put, you know, they're going to be serialized a few stories per issue. Let's see what people respond to. And then if they respond well, we're going to spin them off. We'll spin oh yeah. Them we're the ongoing own. experiment yeah. for oh, sure. Yeah. Because oh, Peggy yeah. Carter, I mean, Captain Carter wasn't even a thing before. What if like we had other people in the Illuminati in the comics, Namor, I was thinking Namor was oh, going to be there. Right. But you know, he, he may, he's rumored to show up in black Panther too. Yes, so, please. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. We're talking a lot about like these characters being done. I mean, Stephen Strange was right. I mean, here she is. Scarlet Witch finds them. I mean, she uses her dreamwalking ability to find the other her in the multiverse. Just leaves her kids <laughs> unattended. Yeah, <laughs> as good moms are wont to Great do. Mom. Yeah. And still no vision ever. No. Oh, she, yeah, she didn't have a wedding ring. So she, maybe this reality, they were not married. Or maybe had been divorced who knows it's really you interesting because she you never has know those that. maybe this what do they maybe say there is no vision yeah in yeah. this universe be. Yeah, yeah because they say in every multiverse she has her kids essentially and like well she's only like, visiting the ones where she has her kids that's true that's my true. guess and probably true. maybe even the ones she would not go to one with vision because vision would be opposition to her oh yeah so she would be that selective because if we're thinking multiverse there's one that exists for every single possibility it's in infinite. the world right and we can't even comprehending infinity would make our heads explode you're so right yeah, yeah she was just she she sought out what she wanted yes yeah because we know how smart and calculating if it's her the dark hold i don't know what the percentages are there you know where her sliders are like how yeah. much she is dark hold how much she is wanda yeah but yeah so that they're it's going to be you know much smarter in that way well we find out exactly who she is at least in this moment it's her versus this illuminati I mean, it, yeah. this is the full force of the Illuminati. The, the, we'll take care of this. I'll start with the Ultron bots. Yeah, they do slaughtering Ultron bots. Which I mean, you know, it was great. She's shit. covered was... in the oil. It looks like blood and gore. Yes, looks and... like the zombie from What If. Yeah, she's like all crinkly. Oh, I thought it was a reference to Carrie. And oh, it was like my revenge tour. Yeah. Oh, had to be for yeah. sure. And it's it is the and it is a revenge tour, right? Mm -hmm. Like she's like, this is Ultron, right? Yeah. This you killed my brother. Here yeah. you are again. I was, and I waited for a line for for that. Nothing. And it, uh, yeah, didn't get anything. Nothing at all. You thought it's you like get... you know, our, our my Ultron was better. You know, I've already killed you once. Yeah. You know, you get a little James Spader in there. I mean, if it wasn't James Spader, it was the voice actor that maybe from, from What If maybe because yeah, okay. it was like you can she she throws the helm one of the helmets like rolls. It's right when she walks out, and you just hear huh. twice like he's That's like cool. I forget what he's saying, but it's just like protocols. Yeah. Knocks him out, and time to take on each of these guys at a time. Let's yeah. just talk about these deaths. The, the, the <laughs> four the four main ones show up. Oh, my. I you mean, together. Black Bolt. You got Mr. Fantastic. You got uh, Captain Marvel. And then you got uh, Captain Carter, and you're like, well, this is an all-star team. And you're like, hey, listen, I just saw Black Bolt's powers in that flashback where they, yeah, killed, where they killed Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor just Strange. so well done, where he just, he just says it so softly. I'm sorry, sorry my friend. So powerful. Yeah. I was really, is that how they, did they do a, like, better or worse than what was in that Inhuman show? Didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. <laughs> only two, only two episodes aired, and then it was axed. That was, I mean, it's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, I mean, he goes, you know that black, 
Black Bolt can kill you with just a word of her, of his mouth. And she says, what what mouth? Yeah. You look back and it's like, oh, okay. And then he We're doing makes this straight, mis- straight from the Matrix. And he just makes a mistake. You know, where they erase Neo's mouth and he couldn't talk. Looks legit. But and- I have no mouth and I must scream. Yeah. Is the reference there. And he and does. Then, yeah. And he does. And, and bad move. And no. it blows his head he, up. He pizzed yeah. when he should have French fried. And he yeah. hits the ground. That hit the ground. It was like a wet slap. Yep. I was like, like this whoa, is, this is hard. Like, this yeah. is Raimi. Nasty. Yeah, this is Raimi. Okay, uh, let's see what <laughs> Mr. Fantastic can <laughs> oh, do. Oh, it's just like, oh, I'll just unravel you all the way until you're dead. But but before that, she was like, oh, this is great. All right, dear. He was like, I have children of no, my says, own. Do you, have any, do you have any kids? And he goes, he, yep. no, he was, he was like, I know how you feel. I have children of my own. Good call. He's like, is your wife still alive? Yeah. yeah. Good. Because they're going to need someone to raise them. <laughs> And just, just throwing shade. Oh yeah. my god! Just yeah. with a flip of the wrist, and he's just like he just unravels <laughs> like a ball of rubber bands. <laughs> yeah, and then he, then like his head yeah. like pops at the yeah, end. At the end, yes. and you're like, yeah. oh my god, this is terrifying, and I love it. And then they're like, all right, the two captains are left. Let's and, go. And they look at each other, and they're like, oh, we're in trouble. Yeah. Oh uh, well, we just lost those two. Yeah. And Captain Carter's like, I got a shield, and she tries and a jetpack. The jetpack. They got get bifurcated. <laughs> little little fan service. I mean, you know, they got to do something, I guess. But they put up a little more of a fight. I could do this all day. I could do this <laughs> all day. This all day. I, was, I, could, I was like, I'd rather sing it. Yeah. Yeah, I could oh, do God. this all day. Yep. Uh, From the best Disney Plus show. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, cuts her in half. And then Captain Marvel, like the ultimate, like showdown. Like She's this not, was good. Powers versus powers. Pissed. I mean, this was great. This was like yeah. you were like, what does it look like when this character fights this one? I thought they did a fantastic job. Yeah, it's a, almost like like kind of a civil war all over again for you to see. To see oh, I love that. Yeah, these, the, the Marvel these, payoffs. Yeah, like an Avengers where they're just giving you one at a time. You know, like we're gonna show you all these. Don't worry. Um, and they do. She kills them all. Takes them down. Uh, Strange gets out, gets American Chavez, gets Christine Palmer. It's time to run. She you see, you see uh, uh, Professor X. Oh, this, show is, this up. is huge. Yeah, yeah, this is huge. This and is, you're he's like the final one. Yeah, basically. you're like you're like oh well, you know Professor X. We've seen him in action before. Shouldn't have any problem taking care of this. This is mind control. Like you should be able to do. You this. know he's doing the you know the hand thing. Yeah. Oh, he does the the fucking thing from the comics, and you yeah. see the wavy Ooh. lines. Yep. Yeah, you, know? you saw oh, the God, lines. Yes. Yeah, I love that. And the, I almost felt from like from the cartoon. Yeah. yeah. And I was thinking like that's like maybe for fans like right like the cartoon, 100%. but I was also like this is also for people that don't have any idea who this is. Right. <laughs> like, oh, I wonder what he's doing. Who's like, that? Oh, I see the brain. wavy lines. We got to have some sort of brain action got going on. The whole on thing here. with him and, and yeah. you know, and the theme and he's wearing the hover chair got me amped for the the new X-Men series that they're going to be coming oh, out. Oh, X-Men 97. 90 yeah. whatever, yeah. Oh, so pumped. Yeah. I'm so yeah. pumped for that. And they've show. gotten back so many of the original voice actors yes. for it. I mean, that's yes. I think that's MCU. Just gonna say it. I mean, that's oh, like Oh, well, everything is now. I know. I mean, Technically. They, they put it up there on the board with the MCU yeah. titles. I'm like, so you're talking I mean, that show you watch the old one, like ninety three through ninety six, like they multi they jump all mm-hmm. over the place. One of the cool connections that I don't know if they're gonna come back to be curious is if um between Reed and Wanda is in the comics, how much uh, Sue and Reed relied on Agatha Harkness for Franklin, their child that they had, because crazy powers. And Agatha had a lot to do with his 
upbringing and his like figuring out his powers, which were always changing. And, um, so I'm curious to know if with this Agatha series, if there will be anything that could be flirted with, with the fantastic four kind of a thing there as well. Wow. So. I had forgotten about that show. Oh, yeah. I forgot wow. that that was going to be a show. Like that's going to, yeah, really good point. I mean, Cause they're going to bring a lot. She's stuck right now. Yeah. She's just she's the wacky neighbor. She's just the wacky neighbor. Which like, is also really fucked up and you know, well, I mean, I guess she's paying for crimes, but still. Mm, yeah. But again, at Wanda's call. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but and, the other thing with Wanda is that every, um, things go sideways when people underestimate her or rob her of her consent, which is, uh, echoed larger in, uh, how we treat women mm-hmm. in society. Like take away consent, take away their voice. Bad shit's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to go down. Yeah. Which I mean, how ironic that you know this is coming out Mother's Day weekend. What a movie to take mom to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then also just it's like you couldn't have scripted anymore with things like with Roe v. Wade being back in the news again. Yeah. Like I mean, how much motherhood is like it was, and even in uh, the second to last episode of Moon Knight. Yeah. So much about motherhood and it's like Mother's mother, Mother's Day of madness. Yeah. <laughs> Make my mother marvel. Um, yeah, man. We, yeah, we get Xavier jumping into her head. I mean, yeah, the, walking yeah. around, walking. and you're like, okay, here we go. Yeah, and he he finds uh, to us the audience. I mean, he finds Wanda. He finds the Wanda from this universe. Yeah, who has been suppressed by oh. the Dreamwalk. Oh my, because yeah, because it's her buried, body. She's buried That's in where the I got, rubble. Thanks for clearing that up, because yeah. that was what got confusing for me. Was like, is that good, Wanda? Yeah, this, it, but this, this not. Is, this is this the universe this is Wanda. Universe eight two eight or whatever. Yeah, the other that Wanda. has been taken that has over. the kids. Yeah, she's like, help me. Mm-hmm. And Scarlet Witch here, comes yeah, in. Here comes the Scarlet Witch mist, and she, I mean, just kills him. Yeah, kind of look like comes the, out of the mist and grabs him, snaps, his snaps neck, his neck, which and, happens in reality. Kind of looked like the WandaVision house, just crumbled. Yeah, to pieces. Crumbled. Could, be. Could be. It's all come crumbling down. All right, so I mean, Illuminati's dead, dead. That was, except for Carl, she come she comes back to reality. Yep. After you know killing Xavier. Yep. Oh, America's gone. America and Christine are gone. They got out. They've got they've gotten out. They're running through the hallways. Time to chase them on foot. Yeah. And, and, and they go run, run, run. You could the see she's like walking barefoot like this whole time. Yeah. Over glass, so she's not. You know, she's doing a little. Zombie shuffle, kinda. Yep. Following them, and you get the 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 chase scene. You know, Christine and America come around the corner, and they see the shadow coming. Like, what's happening? You're like, oh man, yeah. here comes something else, and here comes Doctor Strange. <laughs> Runs past them. Like, oh, hey, yep. Let's go, guys. Time to go. Yeah, time to go. Oh, we I fixed your cape. I fixed your cape. It's all stitched you know, up. We found each the, other. Now it's got that classic patch, the blue patch on the back. Yep. Oh, and great. it's time. Uh, you know, they collectively agree. Like, well, it's time to get back to like getting this book. We've got to get the book of Vashanti. Like the all the Doctor Stranges were right. The one from the beginning of the movie. The only way to stop her. She's got this dark hold magic. We need another book that's like good and powerful. It's in the center of this, be this place of the in between of the multiverse, like a crossroads. They make it. Something. They stall Wanda for just a moment, and then they get to the book, and this is where. Wanda just shows back she up. She shows up and they it destroys the book. Destroys the book immediately. Yeah. Like this is not the way it's gonna work. Um that's destroyed and American Chavez does oh, she gets held by Wanda. She this is where yeah. she gets captured. Yeah. This is it. Wanda gets America Chavez, captures her, opens the portal like by controlling her with her powers, 
sends Doctor, sends Strange, Doctor Strange and Christine to somewhere else, a like nowhere yeah. reality that's like somewhere that an itself. incursion has happened. An incursion has happened. This is like whenever this is the word they use for when like, a multiverse is like crowded into another somehow. And this is one that's falling apart, and there's only one person left, and it's a bad guy, Doctor Strange. Yeah. I don't know how else to call it. Does this guy have a name? I... He's got three eyes. He's got the dark hold on his hip, and yeah. like he's a bad dude. Yeah. And we get a Doctor Strange versus Doctor Strange. Like for this dark hold, our Doctor Strange realizes the only way I'm going to be able to beat and uh, Wanda is to get the dark hold and kind of fight fire with fire. Do a little dream walking myself. Yeah. I know that they're back on Earth six one six. So, Christine, you watch over me. I've already defeated my doctor, this Doctor Strange. We had, we had that cool scene with the uh, the music notes. Yeah, the you know, we, this we music get like a note cla- battle, a classic like you know in the first Doctor Strange and in uh, Infinity War, you know where they just get the, they go crazy with the magic. You remember in, in Infinity War, mm-hmm. he made the butterflies, yeah, the, the weird stuff. We just go a step further. The Crimson bands of Citarac. Yes. Yeah. You know, we go a step further here. And the winds just of <laughs> pulling, he's pulling stuff out of everywhere. There's notes, and the other Doctor Strange fights back with it, some he's got like music a, bars. Yeah, and, music bars. I was like, this is insane. It's like we're going mm-hmm. real wacky with I love, it. Looked yes. amazing in 3D. It did. Oh, oh I bet it did. See, oh, I bet. You guys got to see it in 3D. Okay, maybe I will. I, will. Like, I definitely want to see this again. I will yeah. say that. But then he gets him. Probably looked real sick in 3D. Was the single note from the harp. From the harp. He's like, I can get one more blast in him. Knocks him out the sends window, him, sends him out the window, and he gets stabbed, and, and he's dead. Paled on the thing, he's laying there. And Christine came up and threw the third eye open. <sighs> oh my god, a little that, jump scare there. That third eye, apparently, like that's what happens when you read the dark hold too long. Yeah, so he's like, I'm gonna read the dark hold. I learned how to dream walk. Only one catch there's not a living Doctor Strange. There's no doubt. Di- I thought there had to be a, another Doctor Strange in the universe. Another living, he's like, Well, it doesn't yeah. say living. Yep. That doesn't have to be alive, and we're like, oh, man. Guess who's making a comeback? The very first Doctor Strange you saw in this movie, pretty much a full-on zombie effect on this guy. Check off zombie. Yeah. Check off zombie. Hope you, you watched- know, like, as in Chekhov's gun, the dramatic element, it, Anton Chekhov, famous playwright, says, like, if you introduce a gun in the first act, it has to go off by the end of the movie. Okay, so, so we've yes. got Chekhov's zombie. It's like we saw the guy at the beginning, so he has to yes. turn into a zombie. Right. Band. He was just sitting there waiting for a yes. big reveal at some yes. point. Something uh-huh. was going to go and down. And we, yes. saw it. we saw it in the trailer. Did but we? I was surprised. Well, yeah. you did. In the trailer, we saw what you see a is zombie Doctor Strange. Saw they the show, cape? Like, yeah, like with all the arms. And yeah. I'm like, Logan, I tried to avoid as much as I can so I can go in as, you know, untamed. I go dark on Reddit, like, <laughs> at least the day of and sometimes the day before. And then I just try to see the movie as soon as I can. Yeah, just I just go, go cold. It. I'm like, okay, what do I know? Like, do I want to watch anything old? You know, I'll definitely do that. You know, reduce some rewatches going in. But. New stuff. I'm like, I don't need to see the trailer three times. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to see the movie early. Yeah. I guess maybe I would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, get us those screenings, whoever's listening. Yes. Um, all right, so he's in that Doctor Strange body. He's like, I got to get to Wanda. He gets to the Wanda Scarlet Witch castle. He, the ghosts are, like, yeah. trying to take his gotta, body back to hell. Got to protect me from the uh, spirits of the damned. And she says, you're a master of the ma- ma- mystic arts. So, like, you should be able to control these things in right. theory. And he's like, well, let me focus. All right. Start so sucking them in. 
I mean, sucks him in, awesome. puts him on his back, and just flaps yeah, these just spirit wings all the way <laughs> across. Spirit wings. And does enough to interruption, just enough to get Wanda off of American Chavez. All the while, Wong works his way up. He's part of the fight now, takes down the demons. It's it's Doctor Strange and Wong essentially versus Wanda, and they lose immediately. She gets Doctor Strange on the ground. Wong is knocked out, and we get a nice little speech here, mentor to mentee, Doctor Strange, America Chavez. You know, Wong, the, Wong straight up tells him, you have to take her powers. He says it. Yeah. He, after all this, Wong's yeah. like, you should take her powers. You've got which to means take her powers. Which, it's the only way. It's the only way. And America's like, you got to take my powers. And he goes, he goes, no, nah, you can do this. Okay. You can. You got this kid. And she did. And kind of. She gets up. She punches yeah. Wong in the face. <laughs> I thought that's pretty bold. Yeah, like this, and like a couple of kicks, back, couple of kicks. open, open a portal behind her, trying to get her in, and she's not having it. Not having it. And America realizes, well, I can't beat you, but I can. I can give you exactly what you want. Opens the portal to, to the kids. Rips into the living room of this yeah. house. Wanda's there. The old Wanda. The other there, Wanda. The other Wanda. The kids, and they just are terrified. Of oh, course, yeah. petrified. Brilliant. Like, stay away. You don't kill my she mom. You're not away. my mom. Yeah, she slaps away the other Wanda. And this you know? is it. And and they're like, oh, my God, you're a monster. And she's starting to realize, uh, yeah, I'm a monster. <laughs> Which it, the, the effect of that was muted a little bit if you had seen the Supreme Strange episode of What If. It's the exact same thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He's wanting Christine, the whole spoiler wanting Christine the whole episode and then by the end when he finally has enough power to be with her she's like, what what are you what well, yeah you what are you even? because he's become so malformed by all the evil he's absorbed that's the same it's the power. same concept Absolutely. like look what you've become like and I mean how many people have you killed in this movie mm-hmm. yeah and but it was a very cool twist in that it was America a woman who was empowered at the end and mm-hmm. believed in at the end things that have consistently not been there for Wanda. It's the difference between this is what happens when we believe and encourage women and this is what happens when we don't. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the messages that's going on there. And I thought that was that was really cool. Very nice. Very cool. Yeah, it was like, again, it's like, I wish I would have seen more of America Chavez. Yes, and we will. And we will. Like, that was Disney it. making I mean, that paper, Young Avenger, oh, baby. Oh, yeah, she is I, a Young Avenger for sure. Yeah, we are putting down the track for that train. We have got quite a lineup. Yeah. What's uh? What are we looking for? Is that uh, going to be a? Do we know yet, or is that just going to be like a, a working thing? It's probably Disney Plus, probably. Oh, like yes. TV show series. Yeah, yeah. We might get a movie. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I can see that. Like, a, got, like they'll show up in Secret Wars somehow. Yeah, so. young, young Hawkeye. We got yeah. Billy and Tommy. We got. Oh uh, man, the uh, don't have Hulkling yet, but we might after she. Captain, uh, the original Black Captain America's kid. We'll get Ironheart. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Ironheart. Riri yep. Williams for sure. That's something they could have multiple seasons for sure. Mm-hmm. Just could go on. Oh yeah, forever. Yeah, there's a whole other storyline. Yeah, thank God, Greg Berlanti didn't get to it first. <laughs> well, shit, he might still. Yeah, <laughs> he's pretty unhappy with DC though. So. All right, That's so true. she sees the truth. She crumbles down. Wanda's like, "I'm not going to do this anymore. Here's what I'll do." You know, everybody, America Chavez, Doctor Strange, they're out of here. Wong, they're out of here. I'm going to destroy my castle. Mm-hmm. That's over. And I'm going to destroy, you know, because that's the dark hold, essentially. Right. And then we see Doctor Strange. And Christine in the other universe. Yep. And the dark hold just disappears. It's gone. 
So she's, she has now destroyed all of them across the multiverse. Every universe. Pretty powerful. Talk about some ramifications. Yeah. I mean, are they tugging on a string here? Like this I mean, that could be like unlimited stories, I feel well, like. Well, I right? mean, it's exactly what they feared. You know, Wanda had the uh, or the Scarlet Witch had the ability to affect every universe. Yeah. You know, everywhere in the multiverse. Yeah. And if she had gotten America's powers, that was it. That was the writing on the wall. Yeah. Like this could have happened for sure. Like then all of a sudden, right, you remember WandaVision and Westview and what she did. It's like, well, she can do that to the multiverse now. Everywhere. So like we gotta nip this in the butt. Yeah. Doctor yeah. Strange and Christine. Brings down the house. Doctor Strange and Christine. Yeah, they get a little magical moment. That was nice. I love you in every universe. I thought I was over it. You know, I was like, oh, this is so long ago. But then like the moment he says it, I don't know. I'm in love. So I was like, yeah. I was like, oh damn. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess that go. part God hit a little. But I was I was over it kind of quickly. But I was like, she's like, that'd be nice if you showed me. And I was like, are they kind of teasing that this could happen? Like another storyline one day? Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I gotta go. And then they didn't show them waiting like another four hours for America to show up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, well, this is awkward. I like how it <laughs> called back to like the beginning of the movie at, at her wedding when he didn't really get to say his piece. Yeah, mm -hmm. so. exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Christine had had made her speech. Yeah, and he about was just you like, know you've always got to be holding the knife, and he never got you've to say like what it be, meant right. to him, and he, he finally got to say that. Yeah, I mean that's the whole theme of that Doctor Strange episode. Like it's just like you know it's like the love is at such a core of this. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. So this movie's wrapping up. American Chavez comes back and gets him. Uh, she is now a student of the. Karmataj. Yeah, Karmataj. Nailed it. <laughs> it took me the whole episode. <laughs> and she's learning. She's got the sparkles going. She's there with Wong. Has a little dialogue with Doctor Strange. Like, you know, I'll see you around. I'll be here doing my thing. Yeah. He's like, you know, he told her earlier, like, your parents are probably still alive. Got the, she got the, for sure. Uh, uh, got her two moms that yeah. got sucked through her first portal well, yeah, ever. We that saw might that be in a, a flashback. Story. Could be something one day. And uh, that's it. That's Doctor Strange, I think. I mean, what what ends what happens at the oh, very end here? The end, I really. So it's the very end. He's at his. He's at the sanctum sanctorum. He's like, I'm yeah. gonna. You know he's what like, he does? Yeah, he gets his watch, my sweater on. It was super he uplifting. Fixes, yeah, fixes his watch. his watch because the whole theme of the movie too was also like, "Am I happy? Am I happy? Yeah. And like, what's happy? And it's like, like, I'm gonna who put isn't this, struggling with that all the time. I've I've been hanging on to this trauma. Yes, mm -hmm. for so long, and the watch represented that. And it's and all cracked. It's all cracked. He replaces the cracked part. He's like, I'm gonna wear. Fixes it. Puts on regular shirts. Re yeah, regular clothes. <laughs> walks out of it. You know, he's kind of whistling almost. Mister Rogers esque, <laughs> coming out of the building, crossing the street, and just Col screaming in pain. All of a sudden, third eye, third eye, boom, it just awakened. Like, I mean, it only took him using the dark hold once. Yeah, and he's got this third eye coming on. And we're like, oh shit, is he right. evil now? Here we go. Roll credits. Roll the credits. In credit scene number one, Charlie's Theron. He's just <laughs> he's he's just walking down the street. Again, okay, walking. he's walking. Yeah, walking again. You're like, was this earlier in the day? Right. It's what you do <laughs> in New York. You have to walk everywhere. Yeah, so hey, it's believable. Walking here. He's walking. It's going fine. And out of nowhere, a being shows up. Charlie yeah. Theron. I don't know who this is. Purple dress, blonde hair. She goes, hey, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. You got to help me save this multiverse or what? And like yeah. whips out a sword. There's, there's rips. been an, you've caused an incursion. She's she's cut a hole in reality. 
And it looks like kind of like where Dormammu's from. This is exactly where Dormammu's yep. from. This is the dark dimension. Dark dimension. Finally. Mm-hmm. Ramifications. Yeah. I guess Doctor Strange 3. Yeah. It's like, huh, you going to help me fix it? Or are you a chicken? And he goes, <laughs> I'm in. just like rips his sweater vest off. Opens or, his eye. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. opens the eye. Like, let's do this. It's like part of him. He's like, I'm in. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys familiar with this storyline? He's going to have this eye a lot? Uh, I, I, I don't know as much about it. but Yeah, this is just uh, some sort of awakening he's had. All right, and this character you know, is? This is Clea. And you guys are familiar? She is the current Sorcerer Supreme. In Earth six one six. Oh shit! In the comic books, oh, ultimately shit. get married. Probably they, they have been married before in former storylines. This love story is over. She is now the, a new one. She is the Sorcerer Supreme in the Dark Dimension and the niece of Dormammu. Oh man, does he? And he doesn't know this. He he's not going to know any of this. No. He, he's just like I'm coming along for the ride because I'm just. And you need some help. I'm Doctor yeah. Strange. I'm Doctor Strange. Give me the knife. I got three <laughs> eyes. I can see good. Right. <laughs> and that's uh. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. <laughs> Roll the rest of the credits. Oh, and then we get number two. We get scene number two. Bruce Campbell <laughs> still fighting his hand. The dude's going to have CTE. By yeah. Now. Punching yourself. I mean, I could not take probably even like two punches to my head. Right. And then it, <laughs> it's, he's it's like three this. weeks. He's just sitting it's, there. It finally stops. He's like, finally. And he looks right at the screen. Classic. Breaking the fourth wall. It's over. <laughs> End. I mean, what do you think we did right? We got home. We were just watching Burn Notice. Oh my God, I love Burn Notice. Yeah, Carrie's a, a, a favorite, but man, Bruce Campbell, just... <laughs> you know, spies, bunch of bitchy little girls. It's <laughs> <laughs> the opening. It's the opening. I'm really into it right now. Love it. All right, man. We just talked all about this movie. Great recap. Way to work in the conversation. I really respect the way that you identify what we're talking about in the part of the movie. I feel like sometimes we get caught up in the recaps. Steven did a good job like kind of breaking in that conversation along the way mm-hmm. to help us kind of have the conversation along the way. And I really think that's something we could bring into our recaps forever. So for sure, Steven, thanks for coming, man. This is awesome. I want to huh? hear some thoughts on this movie. Let's go ahead and do a couple round tables before we get to the ratings. Let's start with uh, the favorite things you saw. Like we talked about the cameos. We talked yeah. about maybe things that you're excited that will come from this movie. And what'd you love most about it? And, you know, poke any holes that you see, too. Uh, John Kay, uh, seeing him as Reed, just absolutely love that. I'm a huge Fantastic Four fan, and I've been waiting for them to get that franchise right. Yes. The only time I've ever seen it was um, there's an animated series that you just called oh, Fantastic Four. Oh, my God. Oh, like an anime kind of style? Yeah, World's Greatest by Mike oh, Young Productions. Isn't it good? Show. It is so good. The costume design sucks. They've got, it's like mostly white, it's blue it's shoulders, like a and a big, red. What's it called? I think it's, it's just called Four. Is it Fantastic Four, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Something or like World's that. Greatest Heroes? Okay, okay. It's on Disney like Plus. I was oh, say. it is? It's got to be, so. right? They got the huh. For sure. It's Library. made by Moonscoop uh, Productions. They did the He-Man reboot in like 2003 mm. or so, when they did a lot of cool, more adult redesigns. The show's amazing. They get down the family bickering. The dialogue's great. You have so many different characters from the Marvel Universe come in which that's actually, I love seeing that because that to me reminds me of as a kid watching 
Spider-Man and his amazing friends. And that was my entry point for comics when I was like five or six. And then, but they brought in so many guest stars in that show. You see Green Goblin, you see Wolverine, you see Captain America, Thor, you know, and even obscure people like Mastermind and Toad. You see these people come in. It's like, oh, that's really great. Anyway, sorry. That's no, that's great. Great tangent. Um, Seeing that happen. Love that. Um, uh, are we doing loves right now? Things that we really yeah, liked. Yeah, yeah. Um, whatever's yeah, whatever's on your whatever's on your soul about this know. movie. This is the time to like say like what I felt, what, what you thought about it, what you felt about it. But we just can, positives. We, and this is just po- well or oh, negatives. Okay, bring it all okay. out. No, this is so it. So I kept thinking about. I guess the was No Way Home the last Marvel movie before this one. Yeah. Yes. Okay. There was nothing like in January, February that I'm missing out. So absolutely nothing. And (laughs) no way home. That was so good. I mean, that to me, it's like right below in game in terms of like best Marvel movie ever. Top tier. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. This did not have that same feeling to me. It didn't feel like I wasn't carrying it with me. A lot of awesome things I saw, but the emotional arc that Peter went through and, and all the Peters went through, that film were just so impactful in the side characters. This did not have that. And I think what it comes down to is Dr. Strange's arc is so inconsequential in the grand scheme. It's like his thing that he's trying to do is try not to be in charge all the time. Let other people help. Right. That's something that you get at a fucking weekend seminar, you know, for, you know, go to Stephen Covey's, you know, seven habits for highly effective people. (laughs) Wanda's is I want my children and I will do anything to to get them back. She's far more compelling. She's more layered, more complex, more interesting. I think that the movie, I, the structure of it shifted from him at the center, make up Scarlet Witch in the multiverse of madness where we've got the bad guy that that's the main thing. Well, Steven's the antagonist. Now that could also be like a little bit too samey compared to No Way Home. But for me, it's like there just was not as much at stake. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I liked the movie a lot. But again, it's like I because I like this stuff, you know, and it's like if you don't like this stuff, I can't say that it's like an, an, a great you got to go see it movie. I agree yeah. with 76 percent on Rotten. That's fine by me. It's still good. I still mm-hmm. enjoyed it. But it's just that it starts abruptly and in a way it ends abruptly, you know, and it's like. It just feels like the middle of a a major event comic series and a, a crossover comic that I would picked up to read through it. It's like, oh, yeah, well, we're really still churning yeah. along. It's like nothing, like a lot of things and also nothing, but nothing. I mean, there's a lot of plot and there's a lot of plot in No Way Home, but it's the emotional arc mm-hmm. that is so uh, just it's just not there for me with Steven, but with Wanda. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that she needed another beat for resolution rather than just bunch of shit falling down on top of her again yeah she needed more there and i I think we can tell stories from the point of view of the who we think is good but they're actually bad like the last of us is an amazing story where it's told from the point of view of someone that he fucks over the world you know Mm -hmm. but because he thinks he's doing the right thing and i think that had it been done that way that would have been far more interesting to me yeah good take fair share i like and like really i mean i agree with 80 percent of what you said like it's it's all true um, Giggler, let's go to you, ma'am. What are you thinking? Yeah, so this this didn't disappoint at all. Um, and the only thing that messed it up was pretty much myself seeing shit on social media. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go the Logan route now and try to avoid everything. Like my buddy Dan, who saw the movie with us the other day, he had not even seen a trailer. We're walking in and he goes, wow. he goes, I think I have a feeling that Patrick Stewart's going to be in this movie. And I was like, 
I can't say anything right now that without would, yeah. like without spoiling anything. So I'm just like mm, maybe just wait ten minutes when the movie starts and we'll see. Yeah, that's and what you I always was do. Just like I I would love like I I knew all of the Illuminati people that were going to be in there before. So it's mm, same. Just yeah. It, oh it, no! It, it, it just takes, Guys, takes something all away. All of them. I'm oh. done. I'm I'm done with that. There's so many accounts that I'm gonna follow for, uh, unfollow for yep, social media. Yeah, hundred percent. Because those are the ones I that share spoilers. It would have been oh, so just, much. As soon as they become apparent. Well, it's yeah. not even spoil. This wasn't spoilers. This were just like speculations over the past year or two. So I, I don't know if it, it could be a spoiler. Someone knew and it got leaked, and you just see it in in the echo chamber of yeah. of social media. But um, but but still, I really enjoyed the movie. Wanda was amazing. I've been wanting to see resolution of where her character arc is going coming since WandaVision. I rewatched that last week, and it was so enjoyable. That's that's my number one. MCU show for sure. So that's going to be a tough one. Absolutely. Unbeat, especially because that, that, I mean, that the WandaVision times, like where we're dissecting every frame of every, sh- yeah, of everything in that. Yeah. Like, that was, that was amazing. So but, dense. We're making but, it up as we go along. I'm, <laughs> I'm loving what we're getting to with Secret Wars, like we talked about last episode. That I, that is exactly what's, what's, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I cannot wait. Um, and, but, I think a lot of people might have expected more cameos and it to be more of like a huge like Avengers level event. Um, but I guess this is the other side of the social media thing that I talked about. But like last week, I think even the director said something like, oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't be expecting that many cameos. And I kind of thought about it and I was like, yeah, you're right. Like this is a Doctor Strange movie. Like it's going to be have have Wanda in it, too. But like I think no one saw the, her coming as the main villain. That's that's for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I agree. It ended oh up yeah, I didn't hitting see that it, hitting all. it out of the park. I thought there was going to be like some other entity that I was thought like, it was su- going to be Supreme Strange. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. They yeah they they now at least they're doing a good job of like misdirecting us through trailers at least. Yes. And but, what like, a, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm good. I was just going to say what a good job Marvel has done to go back and redefine their antagonists. Because mm-hmm. I mean, even just looking at the first Doctor Strange, Caselius, you know, and he had like sparkly, glittery eyes, like he's you know, I don't know right. lost at a My Little Pony convention. <laughs> and the other thing is like his his wants and needs and his desires, they're so shallow when you stack them up next to Thanos, Killmonger, right. and now Wanda. These you know, Marvel went back and they're like, our villains are just not cutting it. That's what our fans are saying. And that's Marvel has been very good about doing what their fans want to do as doing what an auteur, again, like a Zack Snyder wants to like, this is what I want to see. I want to see, you know, a, a universe where low even Lois Lane could get you know, raped and murdered. I mean, he said this shit and it's like, okay, that's nice. You know, but it's like Marvel has really gone back to be like, this is what our fans are saying. They say that our villains are crappy, which in phase one, there are a lot of crappy villains. I would love to see what, like if they had it, if they could redo it, what would the Russo brothers do with Red Skull? Oh my God. Yeah. So hundred percent wasted. On on the first Captain America movie, I did mm-hmm. I did like that movie a lot, but I know it's such a different animal. All those Phase Ones are, mm-hmm. you know, Iron Man pretty much set the tone. But then you go and you watch Incredible Hulk, and it's like, ah, oh, this feels kind of like you know the the late '90s Marvel movies yes. before they mm-hmm. figured the stuff out. And that's because Feige was taking you know commands from above, and then after Phase Two and Thor: Dark World, it was like, okay, you got you can have it. Yeah, and that's when I think things went to real next level it yes. got so much better mm. it was it was uh i guess it was winter soldier where things oh, really turned around yeah. russo brothers came yeah. in just knocked yeah. it out yep best, right. best marvel movies scotty scoop tell us what you're thinking uh this was a fun movie um i don't think it was particularly great 
Um, I had a lot of fun watching it, a lot of fan service, which elevated it. And I think the horror aspect, having not have anything to do with the Marvel Universe before, really added some some depth that, you know, you could tell that this, even though this was the multiverse of madness, it was very choppy. Mm-hmm. You know, you could feel the the delays, the COVID reshoots. Yeah, you could. The, uh, the director change. You know, the fact that this was supposed to come out before Spider-Man and they had to kind of rewrite everything to make it work. Uh, that said, I, I still had a great time enough to watch it twice. Yeah. Um, I, I really wanted more, more cameos. I, I really had yeah. my heart dead set on Tom Cruise's superior <laughs> Iron Man. And I really wanted Namor I think you just to show wait. up. You know, just wait. I'd like, he's dating Haley Atwell. Who you is? know, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Oh. Really? Yeah. Did you think you? Uh, she's in the. Maybe, she's no, in the next. Like her uh, and she doesn't need Scientology. <laughs> yeah, like what? hate Scientology. Tom Cruise is my favorite actor. He's, he's a fantastic time. actor. Yes. Um, she's in the next uh, two Mission Impossible movies. Mm. So, you know, they just said they just couldn't get him. Yeah. Mm. You know, and I, I really wanted Namor. Uh, other, than, other than that, it was. It's a good Doctor Strange movie. Good Doctor Strange movie. Talk- I think it ends somewhere in the middle of the pack of the MCU. Yeah, good call. Talk about fan service, and I think that I agree with you. Well, clearly, Reed, as you know, John K. is Reed, definitely fan service. But this compared to a movie that I think botches fan service, uh, Rise of Skywalker, you know, all the stuff that was included for fan stuff, Lando, and maybe it's Lando's daughter, and just just a lot of bullshit that it's like that was unearned fan service. This is more like we're so sorry we did the last Jedi. Will you take Mando's daughter as our apology as compared to this is like, you know, yeah, we're going to do this because it's what you wanted, but we're also going to wipe the slate clean. This so. is good fans. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. This I is agree. positive. Fans and it helps the story. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. And it gives you a, 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 an outlook on anything's possible. Like, yeah. Hey, we fan serviced you these characters and then we slaughtered them. <laughs> yeah, right in front of you. I loved that. Like, yes. what a move. Yeah. Like, you're not going to, sure. like, you, you like them? Don't like them for yeah. too long. <laughs> this is what you wanted, right? <laughs> nah, sorry. <laughs> All right. I'll give my take here. Then we'll do a final round table of ratings. So, boys, get your ratings ready. Um, yeah, I said this, you know, on Twitter. It was just not what I expected. Um, I had the same feelings as I watched this movie that, my gosh, this looks amazing. This this is so great. Uh, this looks so good. The fight scenes, the the, the animation, the all right. Doctor Strange is back. I feel I okay. Um, but I just could not shake this feeling. Something just wasn't. Something just wasn't there. Stitching it together, you know. And as I talked about with Carrie afterwards, you know, kind of told her, you know, I I found myself doing what you were doing, Scott, like explaining the reshoots, explaining the timing of how it all changed, and saying like this movie was like around. You know, just in a probably a totally different place before, you know, six months ago where like after No Way Home comes out, you know, you can just see how like they just work certain things. I'm like, that was probably a reshoot. That was probably a reshoot. I found myself also like feeling like I could acknowledge like the awkward breaks. Um, But then after thinking about it and realizing that like this is 
Doctor Strange 2. I had also put it on a pedestal to feel like it was going to maybe be like an Avengers level event because, <laughs> well, hell, it had been delayed a year and a half. Right. And it felt like after seeing like No Way Home and like all these shows coming up that I was almost worried that it would be too many cameos and that it would just be this fan service shit show. And it wasn't that. I really like the route that, you know, Raimi went and like the writers went with bringing in characters that you could not believe were on the screen and then just again murdering them right in front of your mm-hmm. eyes just as a nod of like all right, more to come for like anything can go. Right. We can, like, we can, we've got multiple universes. And there's so endless many ways, universes and you of could these do, characters. And you do it in, you could do it in ways that wasn't like crazy story build up. Like you could literally have like you know, Iron Heart, and then like someone shows up in episode three from like a multiverse that's like connected right. to their world. Yeah. And it could just be like, well, now you got like, this other Iron Man character, you know, get what you want for Scotty yeah. Scoop. Bring it. So after all that, I had a great time. I did not feel anything like when I watched No Way Home. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't feel anything like when, you know, when I watch Age of Ultron and mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there thinking like, this is maybe a perfect movie. It, it wasn't that I didn't think it was, it was bad. But I also feel like that the Doctor Strange arc storyline a little thin. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, though, you know, I'm I I didn't read the comics, but like I can deduce a lot. Like Doctor Strange is the character to like take you through the cos- cosmos, and like he's the one that can kind of be in any story, mm-hmm. and like his storyline is going to be kind of just like another thing that moves everything else along. Like you're going to meet some new characters, you're going to get some new storylines. We're gonna teach you more about the multiverse. Here's a little bit about when you die, and now that's Do- that's Doctor Strange, right? So like t- like you like you said, you're bitching about Doctor Strange not being Doctor Strange. Like that's who he is. But I would like to see some heartfelt arc, some real character, some real character. Because like the drudging up the Christine story, right. it just didn't feel real. Because like I've seen him in three other movies, right? Like, we need, oh, here's we need a little something... Christine in the front and a little yeah. Christine at the end. And it just wasn't, yeah. it wasn't fully fleshed we out. We need something more at stake yes. for him to lose it's or like, to gain. Totally that's agree. that's the problem. When you're watching a movie, you're like, why is the? If it, it feels like it's a car that's struggling to go uphill, it's usually because there's not enough tension, and the tension is like, well, what is at stake for the character? Yep. And here it was just like you need to let other people lead again. Okay, kind of interesting, but that's like a D plot. That's or like, like a, that's like a an origin story lesson to learn. Mm-hmm. Like that's like early days hero stuff. I totally agree with you. Like this is something that you still can't quite figure out. It would be better served if it were a, a team based movie. You know, if it were an Avengers something or a Cyclops learning how to how to lead how to lead or whatever. Or I don't know something to that effect. But it's just that it just wasn't enough. It's like he needed to have more to lose. Like the what if. Strange Supreme story, that's fucking fantastic. That was way more character development that was, than this entire in 30 movie minutes. had. And, and, that was also around, and that was also around love and Christine. And, yeah. like, man, Rachel McAdams, like, she's fantastic. But, like, it, I didn't feel even that in no. this movie. Then maybe that's what it could be done if Wanda becomes our protagonist, then Strange Supreme becomes the antagonist. That could be interesting. Then we close on leaving this demonic strange at the end that exists in the universe and while Wanda gets resolution with her kids in a healthier way. I think that's that's how I would redo it. Yeah. But, but it's it's not what we have. And so you got to go with what we have. Right. And where does it go? Like, we'll see, man. Like, I'm excited most. Like, you know how I feel about a lot of these. Uh, it's I'm excited for what comes next. But, like, at a certain point, like, 
you know, I'm not going to always feel like that. You know, at a certain point, you're like, you just want this movie to feel as good as all the Marvel movies. Right. But like, you're always going to have your Thor 2s, your Doctor Strange 2s, your Iron Man 3s. Like, you're going to have these in between stories. And the truth is, I do love those movies. And yeah. I'm a fan oh, yeah. of those stories. Like, I'm a fan of the offbeat, not mainstream. Like, I'm a huge Thor 2 fan. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, that's one of the best Marvel movies because mm. it's like the most traditional comic storyline like this is what this character is and that's what they did here so i think when i go back and watch this you know i think we should do a round table rating right now and just see how we all feel like hit it real hot i think it might will be higher next time is what i was going to say let's do it right now and rate the thing close this thing out as we go into coming up Stephen walden we're going to start with you our guest and we're going to go hot rating is all i want we'll go round table hit it 3.2 3.3 3.0 3.1 I'm surprised that I liked it the most out of that. I should have gone lower. I would have... No, that was real. I just, I think this was really a case of the hype train taking you too far. I think it was too. And we still rated yeah. it high because we're, think we're it's, MCU fans. It was still yeah. a good movie. Yeah. And it's, and it's recent. Here's the other thing I think would be cool to do on the show. Revisit this in a year when you got more content, oh, more sure. distance oh, we, from it. Oh, yeah. And be like- I watch it again, and this because there are films I have softened against, and there are others that I've become more of a fan of. Absolutely, 100%. I'll always hate Dark World, though. Fuck Dark World. That's great. It's <laughs> I, I, that's a huge that's a huge part of our show is yeah. ra- watching it again. Once like, Phase Four starts to round the corner to Phase Five, you'll start to to realize all those seeds they planted in this movie. And, you, and you'll watch it again. You'll be like, oh, I can't believe I didn't think of that. Or, I can't believe I missed it. Yeah. And they called, you know, you watching whatever Secret Wars in three years. And you're like, oh, what? we remember it all started in Doctor Strange 2. Genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Th- think of the shows we're going to get now. America Chavez and Ned at Camertage. <laughs> yeah. They're just hanging out. <laughs> Learning to be magicians. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm There's all There's your for show it. right there. Yeah. yeah. I know. I, I, Call us, Ken. Marvel's Harry Potter. Here's our idea. All right, I mean, man. Wong would be in it. Put Shang Chi in there. Boom. Let's go, all of them. And we are bringing you a surprise right now into the studio here for our biggest episode in a long time. We're bringing back an old friend that actually is part of a podcast that inspired mostly superheroes. I see him on right now. I hope he's ready to say hello. He's here to give us his take on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Guys, welcome. A seven-year podcast out there that has inspired me to do what we're doing in here. Can I'm so happy to have back again, who's been on the show, Imran of the Jock and Nerd Podcast. What's up, fellas? Yes. Imran, what's up, man? I can actually hear you now. If you were talking before, I couldn't. <laughs> no, I just started talking. It's good to see you guys. I can see you. I just flew through several multiverses to get here. I was in the wrong multiverse. Sorry, I'm late. Well, I was at another. It was the wrong universe. There he is. Welcome hey. back, man. How you been, dude? Good. How's it going? You, I see your fantastic set in there. This is amazing. Thank you so much. It's been, you know, we've come a little bit of a way since the last time you were on our show. We This is a whole new space now. It's, it's exploded all over the time. I mean, I think that you know that we could have never expected for all of these things to be coming up for us. I mean, at this point, almost weekly, right? Just a new title all the time. How has Jock and Nerd been doing handling all this new content coming in, man? And uh, tell some little people about where they can find your show real quick before we dive into this quick talk. 
it's it is a golden age for uh comic book content right like you told 12 year old me that you'd be getting all this stuff i would have been like get out of here oh get, yeah get the hell out of here i'm proud of you guys the set looks great uh, uh jock and nerd podcast uh like you said if you like what uh these logan and these guys talk about here it's a great companion geek news entertainment we got comic book movie reviews over at jockandnerd.com shows every week and i just i couldn't be prouder of you logan look at what you built it's amazing thank you so much man i really appreciate it hey you don't happen to have your your mixer there do you can we get a jock and nerd soundbite uh, you know, oh i don't have the soundboard plugged in you should have given me heads up i know that's <laughs> that's it hey wait do it live <laughs> I can't, i'll try jock and nerd jock and nerd jock and nerd jock and nerd that's right bad, listen it's bad etiquette to bring your soundboard on another show like that's not you know I'm trying hey to be... next time bring it i all want right. it hey man all right thanks for joining us and also i didn't tell you this this is a little bit of heads up i want at least also a tidbit of ha what you thought of moon knight but i want to focus on the title for today the meat as we call it over here the meat and uh, just so you know, Imran, I don't know if you've ever met Scotty Scoop. He's one of our co-hosts here on the show now. You have met the Giggler. And then back again, also on the show for the second time, local legend and artist Stephen Walden. Nice. Now, honor. Nice to meet all you guys. All right, Imran, we're going to give that spoiler alert for Multiverse of Madness. Doctor Strange 2 is here. We haven't even talked about it yet in our show. It's going to be about an hour from now. So you're, get, you're getting us warmed up for our episode with this. This is a special treat for our Patreon patrons. This is a special treat to any viewer that's watching us on Twitch right now. But I'd love to hear from you, Imran, if you could give us a, a little bit of a spiel on what you thought of this movie. Doctor Strange is back. The last time we saw him was Spider-Man No Way Home. Tell us about what this movie experience was for you, and we'd love to have a rating from you. We use a 4.0 scale, but we'll happily convert for whatever you want to use. All right, 4.0. I could, you know, I can, I can do the math. I plot my calculator. So, are <laughs> we do it? We're talking full spoilers. Full spoiler alert. You have the full alert. green light. I want to dive oh, right. I want to yes, dive please. right in. All right. All right. Look, going in, there was a lot of hype to this movie, right? Obviously, you can't help but have read all the cameos, all the rumors. Like I was being fed information from a listener of ours who's in a Facebook group with a supposed Hollywood insider. He's feeding me these <laughs> giant rumor dumps. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if I should read this, uh, but I read it and most of it was bullshit. Uh, so I'm glad to report. <laughs> I, but I was like, man, if this all this stuff happens, this movie is crazy. But based on what happens in the movie, the hype, the marketing, it's very interesting going into this. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the movie. I had a lot of fun with the movie. Seeing Sam Raimi's visual style back on the big screen was probably the best thing out of this movie. What a treat. What a creative, like, uh, you know, he's got his bag of tricks. And, yeah, he uses them a lot. We've seen them a lot, but they're great. They're great when he pulls out that swoopy point-of-view camera or the quick jump scares, right? <laughs> so, you know, much like, uh, you know, I think he's set a nice feel for the Doctor Strange franchise moving forward. A lot of, like, what uh, Taika Waititi has done with Thor, James Gunn has done with Guardians. Like, I wouldn't be mad uh, if he gets a third movie. Right. Yep. So overall, fun performances, good performances. Danny Elfman doing the music, great visuals. I enjoyed it. However, on the other side of that enjoyment, here we go. I think the writing, <laughs> the writing is probably was probably the week was it was wasn't weak. It was hampering. There was certain choices, certain holes that hampered the movie, and marketing interestingly misleading because uh, I thought I did not think going in, Wanda 
mm-hmm. was going to be the big bad. Right? The big bad. Yes. Right. The, I don't think anybody. I think they made it seem like there was another threat there. Yeah. Yes, they did. But this was a team up of sorts. Right. I absolutely thought that. So yeah. clever on their part. Yes, that was a good subversion of that. However, the trailers also made it seem like this movie was going to be a little more substantial, I think, for the MCU moving forward than it actually was. Mm-hmm. You know, I so multiverse of madness. I could have used a couple more multiverses, a little more madness, basically. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. You know, it was there. Uh, I don't know if you've seen there's a movie out there called Everything uh, Everywhere All at Once. It, it, have you guys seen? I it? mean, you just it? you just tapped right into this is how we're yeah. on the same page, Emron. You just tapped into our show program. It's going to be one of the first titles we talk about in what you watch. And I'll go ahead and give a spoiler alert for, alert for that, too. And tell well, us I'm what, not going to spoil that. That's I OK. Hate, but this that one you need experience. I don't know. That's true. Spoil that Actually, don't spoil it because yeah, I haven't no, I haven't seen no it. So don't. <laughs> the only thing I will say is they handle. That's a multiverse of madness. Like that title works for that movie. Just they handle it a little bit with more substance and thoughtfulness than this movie. But fun movie. Love seeing Benedict back in the role. You know, he's so good as this character Uh and just kind of how you learn that he's kind of a shit show in every universe. It's fantastic. Yeah, I love and I love how they brought the a lot back from that first movie. You had the you had the doctor that he worked with there with him in yeah, the, wedding, the wedding, calling yeah, him out yeah. like world's best surgeon, world's best superhero. I yeah. love Christine Palmer just that I mean, I love you in every multiverse. That's the line. That's great. Right? Yeah. You probably enjoyed that yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, their chemistry's a little, I don't know, like the actor's chemistry's a little iffy, but I yeah. I thought they could I kind of felt like her and Mordo did get a little sidelined. Uh, let's just get to the big thing. All right. The yeah. cameos, what the cameos we got. That was, I love that scene. It was insanity. It was disturbing. And you did not expect them to be murdered in such fashion. And boy, <laughs> was that good to watch. Oh yeah. Yeah. Scott, that Scotty scoop brought up a good point. I mean, not with, try not to give any spoilers here without talking specifics, but have you seen invincible? Yeah. Right. You yes, see what yes. I'm so saying? it's a very opening of the end of the first episode. Right. Uh, Man bit. So yeah, great subversion sure. of that. So, I'm, yeah, that is something, you know, I they, I know they changed around a lot of the cameos in the reshoots and there's supposed to be some other people. Um, but that was great. And honestly, I think uh, Elizabeth Olsen damn near steals this whole movie. Yeah. Like pretty much almost every scene she's in. I loved her performance in this. Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned like the wishy washy kind of feeling with some of the actors. I feel like uh, uh, Wanda's character, you know, that that was the one where I was like, okay, she showed up for this. Yeah, she anchored that movie for sure. And what's surprising mm-hmm. is Sam Raimi had did not has not watched all of WandaVision. He said it in an interview. They showed him just a few important moments. Uh, and so what does he do? He tells he goes to Elizabeth Olsen. And he let her take control of her character and put her where she needs to be because she, you know. She's the one that's been on the journey and he didn't even get to see the whole show, but mm. it still worked. Yeah, man. So good. Love hearing your thoughts on it. Those cameos are crazy. I think I was a little shocked to see that the Illuminati just gets massacred in like one literally afternoon. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious and disturbing, yeah. but you know, it does set the stage that these characters exist in these multiverses. That was right? that. Yeah. It was definitely like the Marvel mood of like showing here, here's what we can do, right? Here's a little taste. All right, so now we can do anything. I yeah. mean, straight up fan casting, in, you know, for Reed Richards. I for know, sure. right? 100%. Krasinski's yeah. in there. They just went for it. They're like, we're going to do it, and we're going to kill him. Uh, but 
they've established that the characters in the multiverse can look like exactly like each other or look completely different. Yeah. This mm-hmm. leaves it open to just, I mean, I think they should recast the entire X-Men. Give us a new X-Men cast from scratch. Yeah, man. Definitely. I, I jumped in a lot. Any questions from you, Giggler, for Imran on Multiverse oh of Madness or any any uh, shout-outs there? Um, let's see. First off, great to see you again. Last time we did this, it was we were all on Zoom. Yep. So yes, it was pandemic time that, still. That's Heavy what's deep. crazy. But um, we got to hear your rating. Yeah, let's All dive right, right in and get that. Let's get multiverse of rating uh, from okay. Imran. Okay, overall thoughts. And that's the thing is I enjoyed the movie. I thought it could have been bigger. They could have pushed it a little. Great. The, the ending was a little rushed. What's your biggest like, What's your biggest problem with the movie? Man, I, I would. Oh, man, that's good. I don't know. <laughs> I guess a little more characterization. For America Chavez also would have helped. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like they, like they barely, they just, they were like, Carrie said it, my fiance, she said, you know, I guess they asked this girl mainly like, can you run really well? Yeah. <laughs> can you, can you do Tom Cruise running on screen? I mean, she's 14 <laughs> years old, right? So she did a great job at 14. Yes. Uh, but she's going to be important. What an important power to have. Like we put her in the Young Avengers. That is a useful superpower. Right oh there. yeah. We're coming up on that for sure. Yeah. So. Okay, if you're going to do it out of four, uh, I will give it. Oh, man. How does that break down? Uh, go, go with your gut. Whoa. I'm going to have to go like just. What, ah, what is your normal two. rating system? Because I have a conversion I, chart. Whoa. It's out of 10. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I'm taking way too long. Go ahead. Out of, okay, out of 10, I gave it a seven and a half. What is that? That's like under. 34, you give it a three. Three oh, point three. Oh yeah, it's probably like a three point one two five. Okay, yeah, that's where an overall. That's a like, good, I'm gonna give it up. That's a great score. Yeah, there. that's good. Yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, it's 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 right in the middle of like all. There's 28 Marvel movies for us. Which is that 3.0 becomes a pr- kind of a threshold of sorts. You know, okay. where like okay. you know, if you made it over the hump, you know, you're okay. But if you're right at the three, you just kind of cruised. And if you're in the twos, some things kind of had some problems. You've lost your scholarship. And we've only had one on the show ever, and it was my fiance rating Morbius. <laughs> All right, I buy that. I can see where that comes from. <laughs> this is like converting to the metric system. I don't know why it's so hard for me. Uh, but uh, uh, no, yeah, that it's uh, out of the 28 Marvel movies, I will put it like right in the middle. Uh, but probably one of my more favorites of this recent phase four. The theater experience is great. Nothing will ever top the experience of Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. And Endgame. Yep. You know, and I don't know if I should have walked in expecting that, but I definitely had more joy in No Way Home, which is just joyful. Yeah, that's it. You know, whenever uh, that's what it is for me. I mean, I heard your guys episode on Spider-Man No Way Home. You guys did a fantastic job, of course. But man, what a nerd fest. Just those magical yeah. feels 70% of the time. I'm yeah. with you. I didn't feel that in this one. I was wowed at the views and the what was happening. And I'm it was almost like I when it is over. I'm excited for what comes next. Well, let me ask you guys real quick this question. Are the cameos getting a little too Fan service and a little too not just thrown in for no reason to for you guys. I'm going to go to Steven Walden. Um, I don't think so. Um, okay. I was shocked by it. Um, I don't know. I you, you said earlier, you know, that you feel so fortunate to live in the golden age. And I'm, yes. I have that thought a lot. I have a lot of gratitude when I see these movies because, I mean, I remember growing up on 
Nicholas Hammond's Spider-Man with the one. Oh my God, me too. I have that on VHS tape. It's the thing that kids don't know what it is. And to me, the the deadly dust, you know, here's the message there. Kids don't build atomic bombs. It'll hurt your, your friends. Um, But, uh, but that and the red Brown, Captain America, things like that. Yeah. And for me to nitpick and to bitch about that stuff, it's just like, fucking enjoy what you got, man. It's like, it is really Mm -hmm. good. Now that's, that's me, you know, not to take away anybody else's on it, but for me, it's like, I, I, there were two times when I jumped up and not jumped up. I sat forward uh, in an excited manner and said, yeah. Uh, And one was with uh, Krasinski as Reed. Yeah. And the other was the hit of the nineties X-Men cartoon when we saw Professor X's uh, hover chair. The yellow hovered up in the classic nineties hover chair. Dropping the line from X-Men. Yeah. Days of future past. He says that to him. Younger self, Max McAvoy. No, yeah. I got vocal. I got vocal at Bruce Campbell, and people were like, right, "Oh what, yeah, yeah, loved it. It's yeah. over." So, uh, but, the I mean, the evil dead throwback Ra- with right. the the yes, hand the attacking hand. himself. Yes. I loved it. And a friend of mine, if you who, are a Sam Raimi fan, you know right. that you've been waiting for that. I was waiting for that. Yeah, <laughs> a friend of mine who's a he's loved Sam Raimi, and he saw Strange. He was like, "I liked it, but I felt like that a lot of Sam Raimi's Evil Dead stuff to Evil Dead stuff was gratuitous, and we've seen it before." And I had yeah. to say, "Pump the brakes, man." We have to think about people who are seeing this are not our age who have no fucking clue. No, exactly. They, they didn't see Evil Dead twenty times on the Superstation yeah. yeah. in one day. Yeah, you know, yeah. like we know, like there because I had someone who was you know probably fifteen years younger than me. You know, we're probably all someone's friend who has to call to like explain what happened on this episode of Gotham. <laughs> Who's this person or whatever? I'm that guy for a lot of my friends, and she was like. Um, you know, I don't, I didn't understand the thing with the guy with the hand and it beating him up. And I had to explain, <laughs> Oh, he was, I've seen that movie where he's fighting his hand. Yeah. So. I thought it worked even just like, I, I'm not really that familiar. It worked on its own for me. I was yeah. like, this yeah, is yeah, great. Bruce Campbell's just punch, punching himself at a hot dog stand. <laughs> love right. it. Yes. I love it. Pizza balls. Yeah. Stand. Pizza balls. Pizza oh, pizza balls. Home. Right. Yeah. Those count, look delicious. Count me in for yeah, pizza we, balls. More than anything. Red. All right, Imran, before we let you go, I want you to give us a one-minute take and your rating of the entire series of Moon Knight, if that's not too much pressure. Get ready. Let it go. go. All right. (laughs) Moon Knight, probably now in top three best Disney Plus shows. I really enjoyed uh, how different it was. The Arab representation uh, was also great. The authenticity, I really appreciate that. The Mark, uh, Oscar Isaac, Acting is goddamn ass off. Man, it's probably the finest acting we've seen in any of these Disney Plus Marvel shows to date. Overall, it managed to keep it really compelling and interesting. The ending was great. Again, a little rushed. These endings get rushed all the time. Same thing happens in in Doctor Strange. Uh, But leaving it open uh, for another season or something, we don't know where he's going to be. But holy man, I really enjoyed the Moon Knight. More of a character study than a superhero show, but I love both parts of it. And just, man, Oscar Isaac, episode five, going through his memories. Amazing. Amazing. So good. Throw a number on it. Uh, Okay. If you're going to convert, this one I'll give like a three and a half, 3.5. Woo! Hot. I still love WandaVision the best. I don't know why. I love classic sitcoms. It's very special show still and then this is like tied i think with loki for me as number two well and i think that's a great segue not only do you have the jock and nerd podcast you have a tv series podcast yes the other show i do weekly with my sister 
uh, is a perfect strangers rewatch podcast. Now, <laughs> uh, you guys are all probably too young. To Not remember me. Balky. I remember oh, okay. Balky. Balky Bartagomus, Larry Appleton. We're literally doing a rewatch, watching every episode. Uh, it's called Dance of Joy. You can find it at danceofjoypod.com. And really, because we watched it growing up as kids, we discovered it again 35 years later. And we're like, this show was still really funny. Oh, my God. The chemistry these guys have. Unbelievable. So having a good time. It's very, very 80s niche. But I feel like the 80s are coming back in style a little bit. They totally are. They're they're very back. Perfect right? Strangers. I want to chime in. It has one of the best slapstick episodes ever with when they're trying to move a piano. Upstairs. Ah, the piano movers is fantastic. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's Looney yeah. Tunes meets Lucy meets, you know, all yep. these sitcom tropes. So yeah, great, great watch. Yeah, at like Laurel and Hardy, yeah. Three Stooges. They, they But they're, they're really like smart. Both of those guys went to like Stanford acting or whatever, but in their Shakespearean actors. Uh, lots of fun references. The crazy thing is we have to stop and explain things that like if you were a kid now, you'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, what is a videotape? And then you got to like explain what that is. Uh, that's the fun part. All right. And then the last thing I'll ask you before we go. So this will be a teaser for you fans that are interested in checking out the Jock and Nerd podcast, something that's coming up later in 2022. Jo uh, Im uh, Imran, what title are you looking forward to most for the rest of the year? Oh, man. Well, Marvel's got two more. Two more things coming out. Thor, Love, and Thunder. I'm looking forward to a lot to see where the get the, like this is Taika's second movie, right? So I feel, expect him to make it even bigger, even more fun. And uh, I I love that style he put in the first one. Uh, had to grow on me a little. It was a little too slapsticky. Mm -hmm. But like the more I watch it, I'm like this movie's just fun. It's just we got great style. So yeah, Thor, Love, and Thunder, Black Panther, every big major superhero movie. We're getting a lot of them this year and a lot more next year we discuss and review and geek out over. And I promise you it could inspire you to make a podcast. <laughs> oh, stop. It's one of the first podcasts I listened to when I lived in Chicago. You're based out of Chicago, right? Absolutely. And that was where I was listening. I first heard these guys. They do a great job. You put on a great program. I see all the hard work that you, Rug Boy, Anthony, tell them all hello. Um, and we got to do another collaboration soon. Hope you would come back and join us again here at Mostly Superheroes. Absolutely, man. You guys keep talking your passion, too. Like, I feel it right back. I can say the same exact thing about you guys. Always fun to get different takes and hear people's uh, geek passion. Imran, we'll see you next time. Check out Imran at the Jock and Nerd podcast. We'll see you later on, man. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Hey, buddy. That's awesome. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. You just heard the full review, recap, some ratings here, diving deep into the storylines, getting big into what the ramifications are. The MCU is vast. It's not slowing down, and this is a movie that just probably got you 10 or 15 titles over the next 10 years. We cannot wait to keep talking about it. We'll talk about it again one day. With that, let's go ahead and get into what's coming up on the show. A lot happening. I mean, by far our biggest episode yet. And by biggest, I mean, probably easily our longest. <laughs> Steven, I kept you probably about an hour past when I told you. I'm sorry about that. I hope you well, don't have any plans that you're missing out on. No, I, I played a role in that by talking. So I'll, t I'll take the L on this one. <laughs> well, I'm the one that put a microphone in front of your face. So I, true. I may have asked for it. It's uh, true. So it's your fault. It was, it was Logan all along. Let's dive right into this right away. Coming up this year, I got some titles on the screen. It doesn't have to be on the screen, Steven. Tell us what you're looking forward to most this year. She-Hulk. 
that's it. Not even up there. And you knew it. Yeah. She, but I'm excited about uh, Miss Marvel. See where that's going. Yep. Um, but yeah. The Jurassic stuff. Again, one of those that um, I know that the Jurassic World franchise is flawed, but goddamn, I love it. God, I love it so much. Oh, we've watched the last two new ones mm -hmm. and we're like, oh, these are great. And this third one, and we saw the trailer in yep. this movie. Yeah, same. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Looks fan like this is the Jurassic Park for me. It's like this is the movie we've always so, been waiting for. Right, mm. they closing it up. It's just in all the, the characters in the streets back. too, like in the streets in yeah. the cities. Like that's what I've always wanted. The first Jurassic World movie was one that I wanted because I saw it as a functioning park, and I'm like, I want to go there so bad. Yeah, I yeah. want that to be a thing. And so, um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that too. Okay. Um, but she hulk for sure we haven't got anything on her so when does that come out uh it's sometime this yet? year yeah i think maybe uh fall i'll have to check i'm surprised it's not up here i thought i had done a they, full they haven't put a date right that's yet. what it is and, but they're, they're wakanda, 2022 wakanda forever comes out soon and we haven't got anything on that either. yeah i don't think i think uh, that, they're gonna that's... start playing it close like they did with thor they've done you that know, typically two, two to three months out you might no. get a teaser and Thor, supposedly the trailer was only released. It was like, felt very rushed. It was a short trailer mm -hmm. because Walmart fucked up and released some of the toys. Yep. On, all that in the aisles. Happens. And, and they're like, oh, it's usually Lego that does it. Lego's, yeah, Lego's pretty bad for spoilers too. And I, uh, I did see the Thor trailer. Yeah. It came I, on. I was, couldn't yeah. avoid it. I was sitting next to Scotty and it came <laughs> up and I go, guess I'm watching this. Guess I'm watching this trailer. <laughs> and that was it. That was the first time I saw it yeah. on IMAX. I yeah, mean, yeah, I, as far as a good way to see a trailer. Yeah. What did you think I, about that? I thought it was kind of weak. I thought, really? Yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm such a fan of this show. And like, this seems like so cheesy. I'm sure the movie will be so great. The only thing I worry about is like Taika Waititi is like he's he's funny and everything but like he's also like not all the way my cup of tea and i also feel like he's like i love it because i want to be like this is just like as weird as i can get you know he's like diving in to the weird oh, after after the success of thor 3 they i'm sure they told him it's this is yours yeah so. go for it yeah. you know but you know that was the trail it was a teaser i know this movie i mean this is my most anticipated film nothing's changed i can't wait um, Giggler, what are you looking forward to? What are we talking? What was Scotty Giggler? What are we talk? What are we talking about next? That's a good thing to to highlight. Well, Obi Wan Kenobi's yeah, coming Obi's, up here. Obi's next here at the I, end of the month. Yep. I mean, we're only two weeks away. I think that's two or the, three weeks away. Yep. And then we'll. Have, I mean, Thor's in July. I think I'm in the same boat as you, Thor. Thor is your most your I'm most anticipated it's now on the level of Ragnarok. That's all I'm asking. I don't need it to be any better. Just. Just be on par with that. I am pumped. It looks good. I shouldn't. Have, I mean, it's not that it it looked bad. It just. How did you feel about Ragnarok? Ragnarok it's is one uh, of his favorites. It's my, it's, yeah, it's definitely. And you're afraid of getting more of that. I'm. I mean, it was no. It I, took. It took. I, him I, I want to be line. very clear. He's I'm afraid okay. of going mm, over the line. No, I want to be very clear. <laughs> I I think the movie's going to be a, a a high three point something. The trailer, the teaser was just, I, I thought the okay. teaser was kind of okay. weak. Yeah. Well, I mean, no it's You're no criticizing villain. the trailer, not the, Exactly, not, like the parts okay. they showed and the, like, the way they cut it. I was like, that's I'm what okay, you're showing us? I'm okay with that. But I, I think trailers this, give away too much now. I, I think agree. this is a thing where you can't and you can't even trust the trailer. That's probably what's actually happening is I'm mad mm -hmm. I saw it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't even see the villain, so I don't even call it a trailer. Oh, yeah. But I mean, all right here. Spoiler alert for the trailer. I'm just going to say this. I mean, just like showing Natalie Portman with the, yeah. the the come back together hammer. I'm mad that I saw that. Yeah. 
Well, we we have known about that for a very long time. I mean, from words, but like to see it <laughs> from words, from words, yeah. Like I know, people I know, saying, what is this I know news source yeah. <laughs> that would have been like, like you know, like Kevin Feige making the announcements and like saying this is going to happen. Your magic like, saw it. I'm I'm totally mad. I well, saw next it. Next time, close your eyes. It'll just you be said, a sweet child of mine video. I should have. You thought yeah, that was there too much. It was too much, I guess. Yeah. I guess I'm mad about the amount that was in it. Yeah. It was just that one that one part. I go, I went like this, and Carrie goes, what? I go, I guess they're just going to show us that. <laughs> like, what do we need to see that for? Like, let's wait for the movie. Right. Start coming to the theaters late. You got reserved seating. Well, uh, or like Eternals when you showed up early and there weren't any previews, and the movie had started five minutes early. Yeah. I would do it. We missed the crawl, the opening crawl. The opening crawl, which <laughs> never happens. All right, man. Uh, yeah, we'll be back, of course. New episodes on Sunday, on Patreon, Monday, everywhere else. We're doing live shows on Twitch right now. Can't believe we're still there. If you stuck with us, we appreciate you. Go get some merch. Uh, we are doing a lot more with music, events, and give. We want you to go to our website and tell us about your charities. Tell us what music you want to be hearing and featuring. We're trying to get in touch with more artists to bring onto the show. We need to change music almost just to artists because we've been we've had two artists now on our last two guests, Steven and then Katie Goodrich. And then that's what I want to end with here, man. I want to hear from you, Steven. Did you have a good time today? I did. And will you come back? Absolutely. Yeah, whenever you'll have me, whenever you need me. Tell people where to find you. StephenWalden.com. Check me out on Instagram, at Stephen Walden. If you're in the greater St. Louis area, come to the Fan Expo this weekend. I'll have a booth set up and raffling off some artwork that you can win. You can also see some of my artwork in person for yourself the cool 3d effect i'll have prints starting at just 25 bucks so just come on out say hi uh, if you say you heard us heard me on this or watch us on twitch i'll give you a print for free whoa nice. a mostly superheroes promo nice i didn't say what print it would be so that's per <laughs> hey free is free giggler i mean give us a sign off oh. and i never t i never tell you guys I never was, was never part of the show before to tell people where to find you online, but I want to give you the floor to share where people can find you online. If you want, if you want to stay anonymous and hidden, hidden in the world, Andy, never, I'm already too famous. No, All right. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Talk to the fans. What, what do you got? At ahun6767 on all socials. That's easy. Yes. Wow. Give them a that's sign That's also off. my gamer tag, so I'm assuming that's yours. Is oh, man. I almost forgot. Andy got me a present. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. You better Here open that. I, was, I wasn't going to let you forget. Andy got back from Mexico. How was Mexico, Andy? Oh, it was great. I'm just a little bit burnt still. Yeah, just, you're pretty red. You don't look like the sun is your friend. But um, sometimes you drink too much tequila and forget to put stuff on. I don't know. And the uh, present I is... Mexican Superman. skeleton Superman. Yes, sir. And a, nice. and, a and a dog. That's crypto. Cri crypto. Crypto. I guess he does have a little cape on there. Thank you, Andy. Nice. I mean, look, look at this. Cool. You know, saw that in the airport, oh. and I was like, I know right where this belongs. Right here. It. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Yeah, right in the studio. All right, we'll get, give this give the fans a sign off. Um. Well, yeah. I'm I'm really tired right now. It's past my bedtime. Yep. But we do it for you because we love you. That's so right. Scotty Scoop. Ah, uh, this was a great episode. <laughs> so long. A marathon. I love it. I wish every episode was like that. Did you like packing it in like that? Oh, yes. We always try to keep it tight. I even bragged to Steven. I was like, we keep it moving. It's usually an hour and a half tight. <laughs> I knew I was going to fuck that we, up. So. We well, little, I told him. I was like, uh, we're you know, putting an, Moon Knight in. An extra guy. Yes. An extra what you watching. Three episodes of Moon Knight. A surprise. I mean, a yeah. huge... Yeah, we had the surprise, the guest. surprise guest. Yes, Imran, Jock and Nerd, thanks for coming on. We really did try to make it happen. I think, Stephen, once we knew you were coming on, we wanted to...
to make it happen big. So I think we did. It was great. I enjoyed it. All right. Until next time, folks, thanks for joining us. This has been Mostly Superheroes. We can't wait to nerd out about the stories. Come back and see us. Join us at MostlySuperheroes.com, and we'll see you next time. Take it easy.